This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello, you are listening to the Blue Monday podcast. It's a weekly audio show. Looking into the exciting happenings of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom and I'll be here each and every Monday with ITFC aficionado David Diamond for a sometimes informative but always irreverent hour of football conversation. So make your Monday a blue Monday. I'm excited. Can you tell by the tone of my voice? It's a little bit louder and more obnoxious and irritating than usual because it's the end of season podcast. It's the, the sequel to the mid-season review. So... First of all, he is the co-host and the good cop of the Blue Monday podcast. Please welcome Mr. David Diamond. Hello, hello. And sitting to my left, not that you can see in this audio media, he is the host of the Naked Football Show, the undisputed king of Ipswich Town Football Clubs, football clubs, football podcasts. Um, He's been to 5,000 football matches and (laughs) 20,000 pubs. Please welcome GB. Can you do hello, my lovelies? Hello. (laughs) Hello, my name's Graham, and I just like to say fuck because I'm not allowed to say it on the radio. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. Yeah, get it in early. Nice <laughs> this podcast is not minivan friendly. Um, and to my right, he is the leader in Ipswich Town Statistics, the author of IpswichTownStats.com, on a rare trip outside the Stat Cave. He is the Renegade Stat Man. <laughs> Morning. Are we really doing this naked? Um, you agreed to that in the, in the contract, okay. didn't you? It's a bit cold, though. It's so, nippy. yeah, we're outside the podcast bunker, Dave's favourite place. We need to just say thank you to Ian at Amblin Man Studios for all your recording needs. So hopefully this is going to sound around 43% better than Dave's Skype. Impossible. Impossible. Where's that pen? When can I start tapping? (laughs) Statman's got a pen. I need to tap. So we are here to um, review the season. Um, We're going to try not to just moan. Okay, guys, are you with me on this? Mm, yeah, tough. we're trying to try and be considered. We've got we're going to go month by month. Then we're going to go player by player. Um, the brilliant Ipswich Town Bible. Follow them on Twitter at itfc underscore bible. Did some polls for us. We got the poll results, and then it's going to be Statman on Mick in the fourth segment. We're all, the one we've all been waiting for. Hey, um, so um, are we all ready, boys? Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Dave, can Turn you give me a, give me a there or thereabouts, Dave? There or thereabouts. Statman, give me a Mick out. Mick out. Um, and Graham, can you give me a dog what? and duck? <laughs> the dog and duck near Chiswick. 
Dog and Duck near Chiswick. Let's go back to August. Now, I know, Statman, you were on a plane and, Graham, you were somewhere. Let's just quickly go through these games and then we'll get your thoughts. So, Barnsley at home, 4-2, featuring the best debut ever. Stevenage, League Cup, uh, 0-1, featuring me and Dave spending half the second half watching a seagull. And the first example of the season of some interesting squad rotation. We had Brentford uh, 0-2 away with the possible... Breaking in of Webster, a couple of early mistakes from him, and that Douglas sub at 2-0 down. We had a 0-0 at Wolves with a disallowed goal from Murphy and a penalty saved by Bart, another mistake by Webster. We had the nice 1-1 draw at home to Norwich featuring Murphy in beast mode and Jonas Knudsen with the goal. And then we had a Preston game overshadowed by the absence of... Murphy um, out of the squad and off to Newcastle just prior to deadline day. And Ward's fourth goal. Um, David, do you want to go first on the start to the season um, and August in general, sir? I think one of the most significant things for me that happened in August was that Stevenage game. Not me, you and Guy, our graphic designer, watching the Seagulls on top of the uh, on top of the Sewell stand. But... It was McGoldrick's injury at Steve, against Stevenage, wasn't it? So he did the squad rotation, and I believe first half was awful. Um, so um, he brought McG- I'm pretty sure McGoldrick came on at half-time, and that's when he did his ankle. So We should have savoured the Dazelle that day as well, yeah, <laughs> knowing well, what okay. we know now. No, exactly. So that was, a, I guess, a bit of a significant point for me. I mean, the Barnsley game was great, as you said. You know, incredible debut for Ward, but... After that, okay, he scored against Preston. Then, well, we'll get to this, but in the latter months, maybe flattered to deceive a bit, but that not not necessarily his fault. Um, and the Norwich game for me, yeah, one of the best games certainly of the season, um, perhaps other than the Newcastle game, which we'll get to. Also, I thought the Norwich game was a was a good game and could have gone either way. And obviously, yeah, the other big thing that you hit on right at the start, Daryl Murphy, who was quite correctly said, probably in my mind, at his best one of his best ever games for the club against Norwich, but a few days later, he was uh, up the road to Geordie land um, and obviously never replaced. But I think, I think, I look, and I had a quick look, I did have a quick look last night, I think it was a reasonable start, was, I think, was it 1-2, two, drew 2, lost 1? Um, I don't know what our position was after Yeah, all, win against Barnsley, 2 draws, win against Norwich, Preston. Yeah, win against Preston. Half decent, half Points decent Points-wise, it's, it's reasonable, isn't it? Yeah. I think we were 11th. I think eleventh, yeah, yeah, and I think your, you know, for once your extrapolation seemed quite good. Oh, was it over sixty points? <laughs> yeah, I, think wow. like, I think it was like seventy nine. <laughs> but it was. Um, Do you remember yeah. at the start of last season when it was like ninety ninety two yeah, or something? Well, we at the top, top, wasn't we? After, yeah. funny enough, after Preston away, we were top. But I think maybe the signs were slightly on the wall. It was a very disappointing display at Brentford. Second game, wasn't it? I think it was at Egan who scored two centre centre half, popped in two. Um, so perhaps some of the writing was on the wall there. And again, you make a very good point. I think Webster was certainly bedding in. Bedding in, yeah. yeah. Graham Blackburn on August. August, I was, I'm a bit like Statman. We, we were having a love fest, weren't we, Statman? We went you were on holiday, weren't you? I was Together. away, so yeah, yeah. yeah. So I didn't see the Brentford or the, um, 
Barnsley. Barnsley game. And in fact, the same happened last year. We had Brentford away, didn't we? As our first ever first game. And yeah, I we was, won. Yeah. No, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't. I was. I was in a injury time. I was in a hotel in somewhere, Peru, and we were two 0 up with zero minutes to go. So I thought, oh, we we're in. I'm going to have a shower. And I came out, and the missus said it's two all, and I sort of wanted to just punch her. I said, you're joking. And it was. I just didn't believe her. And it was. I can't believe it. Sorry, jumping in there. I remember being on the terraces that that game, and we were singing. You know, we are top of the league, and I think Norwich were losing or whatever. And I thought, this is it. We yeah, are going we to do are. it now. Rubbish. Um, yeah. But yeah, August wasn't great. So I didn't see much that much of August. What was the first? Uh, the first one I saw. Wolves away. I saw. That's August, wasn't it? Well, yes. This, uh, yeah. yeah. I saw Neil, Wolves, Bar- Wolves Bar- away. Bar- Should have won that. Had a goal to slay, didn't we? We did. Definitely. Unfairly so. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, we had a, we had another goal displayed in August as well. We did, home yeah. to Norwich as yeah. well. Who, who scored that one? Yeah, no, we don't want to yeah. go. Don't Is it the it. first mention of Dougie? Um, on our on our podcast, we gave the Lino the benefit of the doubt on that one. That was a really it was impossible one to yeah. call with him coming out. Um, Statman, your thoughts on August? Biggest disappointment for me was that I was on holiday in Mallorca and I couldn't use my Labrooks account to bet my usual four two on us to beat Barnsley. God so I, I remember sitting oh, yeah. on the on the runway saying. Um, now about to take off, and when I land, I expect uh, Ipswich to win 4-2. <laughs> Landed in Luton or Gatwick, I can't remember. Driving along the whatever road it was, M25. And there has been another goal at Portman Road, and they went, yeah, right at the end, it's Ipswich 4, uh, Barnsley 2. I nearly careered off the off the, off the, the motorway there. But um, it was an all right start to the season. Yeah, I think the biggest point that we want to talk about is Murphy, and, you know, Murphy, particularly at Norwich, you know, if you look at that goal, he's... His hold-up play, we you know, and we never replaced him, and we'll find out through, as we go through each month the you know big impact that that had. Well, and the biggest impact, looking at the stats on aerials one, he was the only striker. I think he was five point eight per. He was in like bearer zone of winning headers, and all the other forwards given the way. He, Mick was playing it. That last game, he was absolutely. I know we said it before. He was absolutely outstanding. He maybe bossed, knew he was he going, and that was absolutely his absolutely boss. Sign off. Yeah, yeah. I think so. But we did. We did start the the season with a with a new record. We obviously with um, Grant Ward being the first sub to score a hat trick. Amazing. Yeah. And all those goals came in the second half in that game. First half was fairly nondescript. Nil well. nil. First yeah. half was pretty nondescript. And then hang on, second half was it? Or he'd already scored within like forty seconds. Then yeah. he was. And then yeah, incredible. Um, let's go to September um, and Reading 2-1 away penalty hell there then one of Mick's weird away wins 1-0 at Derby Luke Varney with the goal and then starts the incredible goalless streak a missed chance at home against Aston Villa which did for Roberto Di Matteo if I'm remembering correctly a 1-0 defeat away at Leeds and Chris Wood with the goal and a 0-0 at home to Brighton and the goal of the street goes up to three. Statman, do you want to go on September? Well, Derby, I think when we beat Derby 1-0, we were up to eighth. But then you say we, we lost the next... Well, we drew... No, we didn't do any of that. We, we didn't score in the next five games. We didn't score in the next five games. If you just wonder why I pause there, Ben is just sort of waving his hands around. And stuff. Keep going. He's, just he's, take, he's, if anyone very, has their phone turned on, turn it off. He's very, be, he's very professional. Um, but I think, you know, it followed up the fact that we sold Murphy. And then, you know, the next month we went five games with, without scoring a goal. Uh, interestingly, the, the game against Villa on the 17th of September, that was the last time we were in the top half of the table. 17th of September? Yeah. 
My goodness me. Yeah. Um, should we bring Graham Blackburn in here? Because Murphy was replaced by one Johnny Williams. I was one of the mugs. Oh, no. I was one of the mugs oh, no. sat on Twitter waiting for the sign-in, and they, they put a little klaxon tweet up. New sign-in in five minutes, and we're all sat there waiting for it. And here's Johnny. Now, Graham, <laughs> you're a um, big Johnny Williams proponent. What went wrong there? Well, McCarthy didn't play him for most of the time. And um, he got injured again. But he's been fit for the last few weeks and now he wasn't even on the bench and now he's gone home. This is, I think, I think David will agree with me here. I think it's a travesty because I think he's the best, probably the best midfielder in, the, in not, I nearly said the country, then, in uh, the division. And um, I was thinking last night when we were talking about what to say and I was thinking there's a little trick he did at Brighton which I've never seen anyone do before and I thought blimey that is just so classy I can't remember I think we made a goal out of it it was from a corner did, and he, did, he did for Murphy it was about three that was in his first See, he, I knew David remembered it yeah he did for Murphy he did, he did him on the touchline didn't he incredible yeah, and yeah. I thought god that's some player and, and going back to what was said on the show the other, on the other show the other day about the guy Bannon is it played for Sheffield Wednesday hmm. Looked and looked like he also looked like Johnny Williams. Didn't only just play like Johnny Williams. Plays he, a little bit further back, doesn't but he? But he sat right in front of the back four. He played in the skews role, really. Sitting, mm. he was pinging the ball all over the place. He then moved forward, made their goal, goes drops back. He was dominating the game, mm. and I thought, "Hang on, stop shaking, hat, hat head." <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I thought that's something McCarthy, regardless of what you think of Williams or whether he's injured, but McCarthy wouldn't even think to do that. He wouldn't think I I might put Johnny Williams or a another back in that role because it could do something different but he wouldn't think to do that he's, he's going to have as I think Sam said the other week I'm going to have Skews there 5 out of 10 every week that's reliable that'll do it's only 5 out of 10 he'll play it sideways but at least that's reliable and that's McCarthy isn't it it seems I'd have Johnny Williams in my side even if I put him in goal and there you have it um, David Diamond on September um, is there a direct correlation between Murphy being sold and no goals going in I think very much so really yeah well he did bring in did he not bring in Leon Best as well. Was it at that point? I and, think and so, wasn't Luke, it? Luke Varney came and Luke in Varney at, came at the end back. of August. And of course, yeah. Luke Varney scored against Derby, fair enough. But, you know, Leon Best just didn't really cut it, did he? It didn't really work. And I agree, I've got to say a bit on Johnny Williams. I do agree with Graham. It's very much up to a point. What, what a potentially, and I think potentially a great player. But I honestly think, you know, looking back and with hindsight, he signed, he, he was injured when he signed. Yeah, he was. And then, of course, he's just going to be one of these players because he's slightly different to Bannon. He's much more direct and he's a runner with the ball, much more direct. So I think he is going to be a sort of target. These these players are quite rare, these players, you know. Um, so I think he is going to be a target. And he, you know, virtually every one of his injuries I've seen, he's picked up like that. The one against Watford a few seasons ago. Probably the one at Wigan this season when he did his shoulder and was yeah, out. Yeah. So I, I just don't think, I'd, as much as you, like I'm the same, I'd love to see... Him kept, but I just don't think they can take a risk. I don't think they'll keep him, sadly. I think McCarthy's done him anyway. Can I just add five words about Johnny Williams? What a waste of money. Actually, I'll add a few more. He's um, he's made a glass. He he came injured. He then got fit. Then he was injured. I do tend to I do tend to agree with you, but yeah, perhaps he was bought to perhaps just um, pacify. Yeah. pacify. I think exactly. Yeah, I was yeah. just, like Graham over the moon. Oh, Johnny Williams is back. Fantastic. Brilliant. We're going to win the league. For a start, I didn't realise he'd signed him injured. So yeah, yeah, that was a bit. But the other thing that also happened, I remember going up to Playford Road at the end of August, and my son went and saw the players and stuff. Mick McCarthy and Terry Connor were there. They were fantastic. You know. Mick and you know as as a person is, is brilliant. I'd, I'd always say that. 
Um, and the, the guy said to me, are you having a photo? He said, your son's having a photo with all of them. I said, I'm only going to have a photo with one person. He said, who's that? I said, David McGoldrick. He went, oh, he's injured. And obviously that's when Varney and Bess. So we went from Murphy and McGoldrick to, to Varney and Bess. So there's no surprise that we scored zero goals. Well, speaking of zero goals, let's go to October. We have got a nil-one at home to Huddersfield. I've got a club going up, Visa club going down. Um, Blackburn nil-nil away. Again, we should have won still in goal. Good form for them. Five games up for the goalless streak. Uh, Burton at home, 2 nil on the Tuesday night. Sears finally scores. Uh, Newcastle away, 3 nil. All we're going to talk about is the Jonathan Douglas video. And Rotherham at home, 2-2. I've got here the North Stand turns for the first time. Um, Graham Blackburn on October. Can you remind me of those games again? Yes. Huddersfield, 0-1 at home. (laughs) Blackburn, 0-0 away. Burton at home, 2-0. Newcastle away, 3-0. And the first signs of um, vitriol coming from the North Stand in the 2-2 at home to Rotherham. Yeah, well, yeah, Rotherham again. That was um, was it uh, Dougie and Skews at centre midfield back defending again, and um, the year before he had he added Hyam to the trio. Why, why didn't aren't he? you using the <laughs> correct Triumvirate. collective noun? Yeah, Scuggles. Scuggles. Yeah, sorry. You can't now. create that word. This is the creator of Scuggles. I know. I forgot. I've completely he was the forgot. creator and the man who buried it as well. Don't forget. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then he was and resurrected. He, again. Resurrected. <laughs> oh, don't don't spoil. Oh yeah, May or whenever it was. But, alien alien resurrection. That <laughs> but that that's when I started to have real problems with McCarthy. I was never a McCarthy out guy because I think you know his, his previous record speaks for itself, but. It does seem that he's 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 looking. The dinosaur analogy is very apt, isn't it? And especially home to Rotherham. Little arms, yeah. Yeah, little arms, and that big roaring voice, <laughs> Tabby, yeah. Tabby, and and <laughs> and, um, and he played two central midfielders, defensive midfielders at home to Rotherham the year before. He'd only surpassed himself the year before when he played three. Do didn't you think he? he could play four? You know, like Tony Pulis plays four centre backs across the back four. We well, play four centre backs, not four centre midfielders, four defensive. I mean, it's just it beggars belief, especially at home we to Rotherham. That was the one that really made. We were playing run. at times with eight defenders, weren't we? Come yeah, on, let's face indeed. it. Um, and, and the way he keeps sorry, and the way he keeps saying, oh, "I matched, I keep matching uh, the other teams." What, what, what are you doing at home to Rotherham? You don't match Rotherham. It's just lazy. It's, it's almost like. Well, what are you doing? I'm going to play five three two. Ah, uh, yeah, I'll do the same as well. Yeah, yeah sounds good. It does seem for me. Like I, I slightly disagree. I go back to the Huddersfield game. We lost one nil. Mm. I think the crowd start to turn. Then yeah. seventy minutes, we had our first shot. The 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 ground, not necessarily just the North Stand or Sir Bobby Robson Stand, would start singing. You know, we've we've had a shot and stuff like that. Oh, okay. Mick looked looked a bit irked by that. We then went through a few. Must win games, which we didn't win, but we kind of always gloss over that for Mick. Cause that's fine. Fake um, news. We, yeah, we ended up at, at Rotherham, and for me, that's that's when I I'm, I'm really turned into uh, this is it for me and Mick. I'm not no coming back. And um, that's Dave, the most negative our Twitter feed has been after yeah. the after the Rotherham. David McGoldrick, my favourite player, best technical player that we we have at the squad, far better than than Johnny Williams, um, and he <laughs> scored in the the 96th minute. My son and I remained in our seats. Mm. My daughter was jumping up and down and clapping and stuff like that. Statman she, voted remain. Yeah, and we, I just said, to, I just said to my son, I, I just can't, can't get up and celebrate this. It, it was a draw, but it, it was a loss, you know. David Diamond on October. Yeah, it was, it, I would go back to that Rotherham game. It was almost even where I sit. You know, they're fairly 
um, you know, Fulham or I sit, but yeah, when the McGoldrick goal went in, it was almost people, oh, oh no, you know. Um, so not saved him because let's face it, it wasn't, he didn't save his job or anything like that, but probably saved a little bit more pressure than he would have been under anyway. Um, October, what, what were the, again, it's so not memorable. What, yeah, Huddersfield. Had, okay, Huddersfield at home. I thought Huddersfield at home was, was and Statman made a point, yeah, there was some signs of turning because, yes, I remember that. I don't think it, uh, he's right, we didn't have a shot for the first hour or so. But that was my first thought on Huddersfield. They were really, really well organised. They weren't fantastic in that game. But I remember seeing that Aaron Moy played, and I raved about him on the show, didn't I? He, was, and he just got hold of the ball. He just ran the game. Really. This is they, the, were, they were solid, really, really yeah. solid. Speaking to Graham's and, dinosaur analogy, this is the first when we've got Wagner matched up against McCarthy. And we had an argument on air. I said they're fitter. And you said, well, why? Why, yeah. why should one team be fitter than the other? But maybe we're starting to see new managers with new methods and and again I think Statman or or Graham just said it about lazy what always annoys me and it really does annoy me especially when we're playing at home is that he always seems to set his side up to Mm. react to how the other side's playing not saying right I'm going to play 4-4-2 I'm going to play 4-3-3 let them deal with it this is how we're going to play and that really I think annoys well certainly annoys me and I think annoys majority of the fans that and he'll come out and say it in the Thursday or Friday press conference won't he as well well yeah we're going to you know we're going to we're going to match them you know well why Mm. you know yeah, just wanted to add a little bit about the Newcastle game. At, at the obviously they they scored their first goal in in fifty nine seconds. Oh yeah, and after, we, after fifty passes, as we, well. and, and we, we didn't touch the ball. Every, think, yeah. Didn't every one of their players have yeah. a touch as well? Great yeah. goal, that, yeah, wasn't you it? Can't, yeah. You can't really legislate too Men much. Men against that. boys, that game. Yeah, it was. I think. Right, we're going to November, and all of a sudden, from a strange, unlikely area on the left wing, the goal scoring problem is going to be solved as Tom Lawrence announces himself as actually being. Brilliant at Sheffield Wednesday with a ludicrous goal in a 2-1 win there. Then um, my most head-scratcher game in the season, a complete tactical shitstorm and meltdown at home to Forest. Um, I, I didn't want to talk about that because my doctor said I can't. Um, and then QPR at home, uh, easy 3-0 easy win against a terrible QPR team. Statman on November? Well... Going, working backwards there, so QPR, obviously the, their keeper did that fantastic, rushed out of the air, Smithies, that was it, and then sort of the side side header. Um, for me, Forrest, biggest trolling ever in, in the championship this season was when um, the uh, Forrest manager took off Sombolonga when he was 2-0 up, and I think he thought, I'll tell you what, I've got this game, got this game won, I'm going to take me, my striker off, obviously if Sombolonga scored after about Seventeen seconds. seconds, yeah. All yeah. oh, right. Well, well, I think it was seventeen. Um, there were there were booze. <laughs> there were booze at half time at, at that game, and I think you know that started taking a bit of momentum. Sheffield Wednesday, like you say, Tom Lawrence, brilliant goal. Luke Chambers, lucky goal. You know that was yeah. Yeah, Berra's header was going wide, and Chambers had nothing, knew nothing about it. But we got three points, much needed, particularly after the the Rotherham defeat, which I know was a draw. Two points per game in November. Hey, yeah. David. Yeah, it was, it was an odd one with Lawrence, wasn't it? Because that was almost out of the blue. Because I think, he'd, from my memory of the season, back in the early part of the season, he, was, he wasn't he was a starter. He was in and out of the side. You you said you you liked his yeah. corners and you liked his, but know, you didn't see know a player there. where it was, it was very, going. Again, yeah. A bit like, I just spoke about Johnny Williams, a very direct, very direct player. And likes to, you know, he gets the ball out of his feet and likes to commit, you know, square defenders up, commit defenders, run out of them and beat them. So I knew there was a player there. I mean, yeah, that goal was just top draw. And a, you know, incredible, Ridiculous. amazing goal. Um and, well, we'll get to it perhaps in the, our in goal the, of the season yeah, yeah, section we'll later. Our Tom um, 
The Forest game was just, I mean, the first, you know, their first, their goals were just cluster fucks, weren't they? Yeah, but the second perfectly, half. Perfectly honest. But it? don't you remember McGoldrick, a, a brilliant move. There was a one two he played yeah, with right. Lawrence, and Lawrence, brilliant flick, set McGoldrick, set McGoldrick in. I think it at was. At 1 0? I think it was at 1 0. Yeah. And he, he, it was an odd one. He think, oh, he's going to just roll this in. And he tries to, like, curl it. And, you know, one of these, again, football cliche, good good height for the keeper. But instead of giving him no chance and slamming it in, he gave the keeper a chance. And that was a bit of a, again, another cliche, game-turner, really. Mm. But, yeah, we're very disappointing against them. And, I mean, look at it now. Forrest, OK, spoiler alert, played them twice on live on Sky Live. <laughs> Zero five, five, yeah. five score none. I mean, awful. Bloody awful. Well, yeah. I've recorded that game, so you've just told me we lost to Forest. Oh, sorry. Oh. Have you got DVR? <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Give, give me what the other games? Just uh, Wednesday, Forest and QPR. I mean, QPR were just shocking. QPR was Holloway there, there at that Q- point? Q- yes. Yeah. Q- they yeah. beat in Norwich just, the week before. Was that his first game? No, they beat in right. Yeah, beat cool, Norwich. Yeah. QPI were dreadful, but the point you made on Smith, he was, again, a comedy moment. He swept the ball with their Player of the Year awards. Well, and we'll talk about this, um, as in clubs having no other players to vote for other than their goalie. Um, Graham Blackburn on November. I can't really add much to what's already been said by uh, the esteemed colleagues. OK, you can road. go... However, I do, obviously the Tom Lawrence thing was... Uh, the, not only the goal, but introduction of Tom Lawrence was yeah. a big thing. So yes. I, yeah. Well, and all of a sudden we're going to start yeah. scoring some goals. Can I, I think, just say... I think, for, sorry. Sorry, can I just say for the listeners and for me that when you said Graham... Blackburn on November. I'm thinking we didn't play Blackburn on November. No, just something right. Apologies, Graham. Just to not wreck your brain, that's going to happen again, possibly in January. Right, I'll make a note. Yeah, make a mental note. Graham's surname is Blackburn. I think just going back to that game we said about Lawrence being in and out the side. Just Lawrence scoring that goal just gave him the lift, didn't it? Just gave him. Okay, I can do this. I can really do this. And then he proceeded. Well, proceeded to do it every other week. Sheffield Wednesday are possibly going to end up in the playoff final. (laughs) Oh, here I am on halfway (laughs) against the team in the playoff final. I'm just going to run round all of them, curl it in the corner because whatever. Yeah. Um, Right, Graham, you can go first on. On December, so we go away to Bristol City and we lose two nil. Um, I watched a video yesterday on YouTube. Someone's put together. Um, Elliot on Twitter has put together all the goals we conceded through the season. We conceded a lot of penalties. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Bristol City had a penalty there. Um, Cardiff one one at home, famous for the sole Bamba <laughs> meltdown yeah. and red card. Uh, Birmingham away two one, which has been um, remembered now for being Gary Rowett's last game, and then. Birmingham scored about 0.4 points per game for the rest of the season. Now, this is a weird one. Wigan away 3-2. Dizel starts. Pittman scores twice, and we score three goals on a very foggy day. Uh, Fulham at home, um, 0-2, where we were completely decimated. Um, I think that was possibly the start of Fulham really... Pushing on. Zooming off. And Bristol at home... Uh, Pittman with a ridiculous overhead winner and Lawrence's purple patch starts to begin with his assist in the first half. Um, Graham Blackburn on December. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I went to all of those games apart from the Wigan away and Bristol away. We were shocking. Nice city though. Nice pubs, especially one by the river. Um, Lovely. what was the other? Can you remind me of the other ones? Well, can you remind me oh, of the Birmingham other pubs away? Were? I went. Yeah, Birmingham <laughs> was a nice. Uh, Webster, Webster scored against Birmingham, did he not? Yeah, I yeah. think he did, and uh, a nice drizzly day in Birmingham. But uh, yeah, did we win it? We lost two, two one. one. We lost yes. two one, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. See, that's useless. I just remember the places and the pubs. I don't remember much about the football anyway. Um, 
and then Lawrence again. What did he do? Did he? Um, he started being ridiculous <laughs> at yeah. the at the end of the month. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That that'll do for me. Um, David Diamond on December. Yeah, I mean, what I remember most about December is obviously um, is the well, we did didn't we do the mid season review the day after the Fulham game? Pretty much, and the day before the five point plan. Annoyingly, yeah, yeah, that was fresh in our minds. I mean, that's the only time this season. I didn't. I only went about three away games. Confess up now, but um, the only time I really saw us completely outplayed. All well, maybe Derby. Sorry, Derby. We'll get to, but was Fulham. Fulham were excellent that day, and that's when mm-hmm. we we saw that midfield three of of Kearney, Johansson, and um, and McDonald totally, totally outplayed. Yeah, good result. I mean. You know, again with hindsight now, those those two victories. Spoiler alert for what comes up in April. But those two victories over Wigan with a season, with a season there and then, really, because turn well, those yeah. around and um, other results. Yeah, um, yeah, I remember the header from Webster at, at Birmingham, which was obviously Rowett's last. Um, and he's now at this point starting to. He is show, show. now seeing right. This guy's a good player. Really yeah. show. Um, Bristol City away, I think. I think Graham. I remember. I think um, I, I will fess up to this as well. I think my son managed to get a stream of that one, and we were dreadful that day. Absolutely mm. crap. Was it memorable from ridiculous save from Bart? Mad one. And a great goal yeah. by uh, Luke Freeman as well. Oh Christ! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thomas uh, Luke in, Freeman he? smashed one in. Mm. So yeah, it was um, yeah December petered out. Not very well, really, did it? Not great. Um, Renegade Statman on December. Um, the, the highlight for me is, like you said, was the Soul Bamba sending off. <laughs> no, Christ, yeah. 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 Neil, Neil Warnock <laughs> and stuff at, at Cardiff. So that, that, that was a highlight. Um, Wigan, wasn't that the time when um, your favourite player got injured again? Uh, Johnny Williams? Yeah. Was that the last? On the running track. Shoulder, 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 wasn't shoulder, wasn't yeah. Yeah. shoulder, yeah. I think it was the last time that he, he played for us. Um, we well, then came back, played for the under-23s a couple of games, and then McCarthy just got rid completely. He yeah. knows fit. He that would have been the only start, was it? Did he? Did he? Start? Oh, he he was on the bench a lot of times. Yeah, so when we get to a QPR game, it's when I'm going to go slightly over the okay. board. But then we've got the um, Fulham, Fulham no, games. Well, just... You know, Fulham game. If there was a, a definition of you know describing what our season was like, you just look at look at the Fulham game. We were totally outplayed by a sexy foreign manager oh, okay. with mm-hmm. some good fast flowing play. Yeah. Um, but it was a, the Fulham game where the fans started their famous chant about what they thought about Mick McCarthy's style of football and stuff. And also yes. um, Marcus Evans for the first time came in for, I record all sorts of rubbish on my spreadsheet. <laughs> no, no, love it. And um, <laughs> you know, Marcus Evans came in for a bit of stick as well. And, and you know, the crowd had started to turn. Um, so we move into January with a, with McCarthy gone, hopefully. I don't know. We, I haven't got there that far, but surely he can't continue after now. Oh, yeah, but the transfer window's about to open, so oh, surely huh? that's going to change everything. Yeah. Right, so we're going into January, and we're going to Shepherd's Bush at the, um, oh. at the start of the month. And this is a really important game, because this is the 3-5-2, because we did not expect this to happen. I've been pappling on about this for yeah, yeah. ages that Chambers would be better suited and we'd get Kenlock and Emmanuel this is I would I went there we played we played well for the first half we conceded a crappy goal from a throw in and I'm yeah. I'm sat there like going this is great 3-5-2 yeah. you know Skews looks more comfortable everybody looks better yep. in this system and then of course that substitution yep. at, at 1-1 and another ridiculous mm-hmm. goal from Tom Lawrence I'm going to continue guys um, Lincoln 2-2 at home in the FA Cup and they're Billion fans, um, great day for them. Blackburn three two at home. By the way, we're in Tom Lawrence peak ridiculous zone now. He scores two against Lincoln, one against QPR, two against uh, 
Blackburn. We knocked them off, as Dave points out. The record against Wigan and Blackburn, those 10 points, is <laughs> very useful by the end of the season. Then national humiliation on uh, TV uh, against Lincoln away in the FA Cup. And then Adam Webster ruled out for the remainder of the season uh, within the space of two days. Huddersfield... <laughs> which brought us our favourite podcast moment of the oh, season yeah. where Dave and I completely melted down as at <laughs> half-time, the return of the Scuggles. Um, and, oh, yeah, yeah. and again, Dazelle started that game. It was like he's pitched in in these difficult away games and not used from the, the bench at all. Um, Preston 1-1 draw away. Lawrence with more just absurd skill for his goal and a... <laughs> Uh, peak Ipswich Town, last-minute equaliser by transfer target. What's his name? Hugel. Um, and then we get to the end of the season. There's so much in January. So this is transfer deadline day, a complete uh, collapse, we'll give you a cricket term, um, in the first half. And then the club have done this a couple of times, announcing during the game so the fans can't react, the signing of um, Dominic Samuel and basically telling us, look, that's what you get in between now and the end of the season. Did Moore yeah. come on that day as well, or was that later on? Morecambe? No, uh, Keith Moore. Eight. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah. He, he played them in the cup a few years ago. Yeah, Moore played yeah. twice. Played twice. Yeah. 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 Right, we're gonna we're gonna split these subjects up. I think uh, Graham's got something to do on QPR. I think Statman will probably want to do Lincoln. Yeah. Um, and Dave, you, you can I'll do tidy transfers. I'll tidy up. Yeah, tidy. Right. Um, what were you saying about the right, QPR? Well, I did, yeah, I went to QPR and, and Lincoln, but um, QPR. It just that was when I. <laughs> on, Statman's can I just say Graham, got a, is that Graham feels like he's cleansing Statman's himself. Gone back, <laughs> Statman's gone back to the days of the starter handle on yeah. cars. I'm cranking Graham cranking up. Come on, warm him up. To a, to a crescendo. Get yeah. it out there. Let it out. Well, now, I we're going to finish this pod, and Graham's going to go. Right, boys, I'm warmed up now. Ready to Let's get going. I thought this was just the warm the mic check um, there's only drugs about yeah. <laughs> no I think you. well you know what I'm going to say at QPR we, 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 we battered them well we didn't batter them but we were well on top they, okay they scored but even then that was against the run of play <laughs> we were still on top and on the bench he had Sears Dazelle and Williams and A another at 1-1 and 1-1 we were on top and they're all warming up and I said to him mate what do you reckon Sears Dazelle maybe or he, I, I, obviously I'd go for Williams and who comes on? Well, we don't need to say who comes on, and we lose. And as a direct result, I think, of whoever it was that came on, which, which, uh, which rhymes with the word Douglas. Do you remember that we were chanting, we're going to win 1-1, I think, when, we, <laughs> we, when Douglas came on? Yeah, can, really, guys, yeah, can yeah. we all just agree that the 3-5-2 was a good thing? Yes. It put a lot of players in their right in position. Their right, it, got, it finally got Chambers off from right back into yeah. centre-back. It got Kenlock in the team. We, we found out that Knudsen might be... <gasps> Better suited as a left centre half than Shock. a left back. Yeah. Um, it helps excuse. So his... who, do, who do we have to thank for that? You know, which manager did we set line up against? And Mick went, "I'm going to copy them three five two. Yeah, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, it wasn't Lee Johnston, was it? Because Bristol City yeah. was the game before, I think wasn't it? Probably it? was Ben. Come on, um, go on do you want to go first, Dave, or do you want to bury the Lincoln game? Oh, d- let me just do the Lincoln game. I didn't go to the Lincoln home game. That was my sort of mini protest. But <laughs> no, I didn't five thousand no. Lincoln fans turned Burn your up. Brass, that man. Yeah, and the the thing that happened. It's a bit tight actually today. The, 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 <laughs> the, the thing that really annoyed me in that game was that um, Mick decided to flood the bench with lots of young players, which was a, was a positive thing. Then we're, oh, he we're, didn't make any subs, yeah, did he? No substitutions whatsoever. And he said, well, I didn't think it was the right time to, to bring the youth players on. He made an excuse for why he never brought another player on. And I'm thinking, 
Well, why oh, it was not... Dougie. Yeah. He said he wouldn't yeah, bring he Dougie wouldn't, on because yeah. the fans would have been. Yeah, they'd yeah. be on his back. So I'm thinking, actually, you've got seven substitutes and you said that you wouldn't bring any on. What, you know, what's that about? Yeah. It's, you know, maybe he thought it was still 19... You remember, Graham, whenever they had no substitutes. Maybe he thought it was still 1953. Yeah, you didn't, 1903. You didn't bring any on. And then we played Lincoln away. Watch it on the TV. Fair play to the fans that, that went to Sinsel Bank. Watch it on the TV. And I must admit, at the end, I think I can kind of recreate when the player went in. I kind of went, oh, 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 oh. And then I just started laughing. And I was Gary Neville. Yeah, it was my Gary Neville. And, And my wife looked at me and she went, God, your team are rubbish. And then, obviously, Terry Butcher at the end struggled with his words. But I think what he was trying to say was, Mick McCarthy, that's a disgrace. Pick the bones out of that carcass. Wow. Disgraceful. And I thought, next day, you're going to go. Mick was standing there on the touchline with his slightly turned down mouth, much to say, I'm not really bothered. And to be honest with you, he was right because he knew he wasn't going to get sacked. He, we were humiliated on national TV by Lincoln. All right, fair play. I hear people come to me on Twitter and say, oh, yeah, well, Lincoln beat Brighton and stuff like that. And Lincoln beat other teams to get whatever. It's not the point. It's not who beat us. It's how they beat us. And we rolled over and we died. And McCarthy should have gone then. At Chompex3 on Twitter. <laughs> follow him. Oh, follow um, David, do you want to tidy up there? Um... Three five twos, yeah, bad substitutions, Lincoln, transfer deadline yeah, day, yeah, etc. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think with the three five two, it was a little bit unfortunate because as soon as he did start to play that, he lost Webster and he lost Webster for the season. Great point. And I Great think point. you know both we've we've done this on the pod that if ever there was a player that I think we've got who'd be suited to that, you need a player. If you're playing that, you need a player who's comfortable can bring the ball out in the midfield and play. It's, good, it's him. It's Nodding him. along massively. We, we, yeah, we, we all said that. He's, there's, 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 you know, there's a footballer, despite his, what do you call it, brain farts, whatever you like to call him at the start of the season. But, but, you know, I think he was a bit raw. He's just getting up to speed with championship, you know, championship level. Um, there's a good footballer there. And he, whether hopefully next season, he's, you know, I think he will still be with us next season. Um, he, I think, would be the, will be the key in that 3-5-2. Well, without a doubt. And to be fair, you know, to all, as, as the season went or went on, that, you know, he was suddenly linked with, I think, Sunderland were interested in oh, stuff Oh, you know like what? That, I yeah. think, he's, I know, okay, we've missed him for three or four months. Okay, he came on for 10 minutes last Sunday. But um, had he, I think, kept up that level that we were starting the show, yeah, I, I think would have been, he would have been, up, you know, yeah, he certainly would have attracted interest, as, as you said. Um, I mean, yeah, any transfers, transfer deadline day. Well, transfer deadline day was a weird one, it came and passed. I mean, during that month, I think we got in Danny Road, didn't we? Before during the month, I think, yeah, not on yeah. deadline day, and then it all went a bit quiet. Then I think we got Kiefer Moore in that was pre deadline day, and then again, more quiet, and then suddenly Denlock. Dunlop deadline day pulls in. He pulls in. Dunlop tires cycling. That's where I'm going with that. Um, He pulls in um, Dominic Samuel, who no one really had heard of. But more interestingly, right at the last minute, out of the bag, he pulls in Emma Hughes. Oh, I forgot about that. He pulls in Emma Hughes. Yeah, come on. How can you forget him? Who who I'd seen. Who I must must have seen. I'd seen him play for (laughs) play for Huddersfield. I think I'd seen him play for Cardiff and. Yeah, always. Oh, I knew he was a Welsh international, and and yeah, always said, yeah, he's a nice, steady football. You know, again, a good footballer. So I think out of that, well, out of those four, I think Row, I think Row Diago Raga. Oh, sorry, and, oh, and Diago. Yeah. Okay, no, good point, Diago Raga. Did we call him Dave or something? Didn't we? I Big think Dave. Yeah, yeah. Who me and you saw them play? And we're getting on in February now, but um, so I think out of those, out of those, so obviously Row is Row is our player, and I think Row will. Yeah, yeah. Statman punches the air. 
Yeah, no, I was just going to say that was just reminding you that I'd like to say something about the Derby game because we've, we've kind of, obviously that was transfer deadline day and yes. like you said you walk out of the ground and think oh who have we signed oh Dominic Samuel exactly. who's he another low knee yeah. but you know key low points for the season there you know 2-0 down after 11 minutes there were people in front of me who just left after 11 minutes yeah. we were totally outplayed 3-0 at half time alright we you know in the second half it, you know was 0-0 was but another point, 14,719 fans there lowest home crowd for 20 years you know, fans were just voting with their feet and I think, you know, have continued and we can talk about season tickets later, but that was a that was another low point. Yeah, we, we were dreadful that yeah. day. Yeah. Well, let's go on to February more optimistically now because um, this was actually pretty good if we'd followed it up nicely. Um, so uh, a whole load of difficult games. I remember ITFC Bible putting out their points predictors and everyone coming up with one or two for the month or something. So Reading at home... And we saw Lawrence and Sears up front and a very, very kind of pacey um, game and probably should have won. We were in the lead um, twice, I think, and just another two goals, another a ridiculous assist from McGoldrick in that game and a lovely barring in from Lawrence. Um, Villa 1-0 away. Uh, Dave and I were there. It was, frankly, a brilliant performance. It was yeah. utterly brilliant. They yeah. took our two centre-halves, got injured. We The back three was Amazing. Chambers... Nudson and Spence. We're sitting there thinking we're going to get hammered. Skews wasn't there. Diagaraga was. Huge breaking from midfield at the end. That was brilliant. Yeah, was Utterly really, brilliant yeah. performance. To win that game was... We'd have, when the two centre-halves um, would have taken a 2-0 defeat. Taylor probably, went, didn't he? Yeah, Taylor did his hamstrings right. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brighton away, you know, who end up finishing second. We take yep. a draw. Another assist from Lawrence. Leeds 1-1 at home. We should have should have beaten... Leeds, they snatched one just before half time. The only time uh, Wood got Wood got onto Chambers and not Berra, and he um, he sets up the goal. And then uh, Norwich one one, where Jonas Knudsen became a permanent Ipswich Town hero. Do you want to go first on February, Dave? Well, February, um, I remember for those that you know the Reading game, who are obviously in the playoffs now, and the Leeds, who are I'm going to say it, they are thereabouts for most of the season. Oh. Um, Actually, I thought we outplayed, almost outplayed both of those. Certainly Leeds, Reading. I remember scoring at a beater score, quite a worldy equaliser, I think, from outside the outside We were crap from a corner, though, weren't yeah, we? Yeah, we, 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 we were poor from yeah. a corner. But that was the month, if you remember, after after the dross of January and the, the Derby defeat at the end there, and and the real, um, sorry, and the real um, apathy surrounding the transfer window. Everyone, you know, going into February was saying, oh, oh this is a real make and break month because we have got some stinkers coming up. You know, games like Filler away, you know, um, uh, obviously Norwich away. and Brighton away. Brighton away, you know. But I've, obviously we got through that month unscathed. But I think as Stat said earlier, we only won, did we only win one game? One game, yeah. One you know, game, we, which yeah. was, uh, sorry, which was probably the hardest of the lot, the Villa away game. Um, let's face it, Norwich away, yes, a great point, but we pretty much stole it. That, really. I think got, that was Bart's... Best game of the we season. We pretty wasn't much it? stole yeah. a point there. I think they, you yeah. really if, we're, if we're honest, they battered us really. Um, so to come out of February un- relatively unscathed and to pick up a few points was was probably good. If you then go and if you then build, build Brentford Wolves and etc. Right, yeah, yeah. Graham Blackburn three five twos, lots of draws. Tom Lawrence being yeah, brilliant. Yeah, well, February ended up turning out to be a good month, and also mm. the the first game against Reading was the first time. I remember going back to the pub and me mates. Did you have and, fun? Yeah, I did. I went yeah. to the pub. Yeah, yeah actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but 
first time meeting guys in the pub and they're all saying, actually, that was really good. And a two-all draw at home is not normally really good, you know, you're normally moaning. But they were really up for that. And then, as you say, we had a really decent February. I know we were a bit lucky against that lot up the road. But, um, yeah, the, the, uh, February was all right. I thought it was a turning point. But also, first two games, I think, Skews was out again, wasn't he? Jagaraga came in and did really well. Then he it couldn't. Was play. Nice to see, yeah, Anot because we never could. I never could win my arguments about Skews because he was never dropped. No, do you know what I mean? So you never yeah. saw an option. You had no. two two games where he didn't play, where Jagaraga uh, Dave, did. That's Dave. hard to say, Dave Digger, as I called him. And then, um, and then of course he had to bring Skews back because he, when we played Leeds, he was he was um, ineligible, right? Yeah, yeah. And then of course that's it. Once he's got Skews back, he's never going to drop him again. So Diagaraga never didn't really get another look. In, and I thought we performed better with him rather than without him. Yeah, go on. Sorry, one player I didn't mention. Obviously, I will get it in now. Spence, of course, came in as well, didn't they? Who we expected very little from, and I think we'd all agree surpassed expectations. I didn't. That is shrugging. Positional play worries me. Um, you know, he was he was not with a club. He was not with a club, and suddenly he's turned into playing our right back. You know, I wish Mick would stop trying to pick these little gems out. You know, and say, "Oh, I remember when I got Jordan Spence. No one had him, and look, suddenly I've now sold him for eight million to." Would you not think he's better than the right back we've had for the last three and a half years beforehand? I'd rather have Josh Emmanuel in the well, in the, eight in the year, team. But yeah. I mean, why, why he's playing? Why he's been playing Chambers there all the time is beyond me. You know. Playing Somebody else, excuse. apparently another manager said to Mick they had a drink after the game. He said, have you thought about playing Chambers at centre-back? And he went, oh, I don't know. I'll, I'll give that a go. Thanks for the tip. And I think that's that's how it changed. But Spence is, Spence is OK. But, you know, if we go back to back to February... Would you agree he exceeded your expectations of yeah, when he was... Yeah, I thought, that was oh, the point, yeah. We're, we're signing a player who's out of contract. No one's, you know, not with anybody who's going to be rubbish. And he, he's OK, to be fair. I don't yeah. think he's the future right back. And, you know, let's, let's give him some credit. But back what, to February, yeah. February, we broke the sequence, didn't we? We didn't have consecutive results at all. You know, <laughs> win, <laughs> draw, then... Like, yeah, and then we started drawing 1-1, 1-1, one No, the worrying trend that happened in February for me was the fact that we kept giving the goal, the, the lead away. Mm. You know, um, Reading at home, two, you know, twice. Two, two, twice in that twice, game. Yeah. Uh, Brighton, Leeds. Um, but Leeds, I want to talk about the Leeds game, which was fantastic because Franz Tyson and Alan Muren were in town and um, yeah. they were there to sell um, Tom Van Halsen's excellent book, Game Changes. So, you know, you should should look that up and pay um, buy, buy that. Um, Great yeah. goal from Sears as well against yeah. Leeds, wasn't it? Fe- February was okay, yeah. but when we talk you know, when we talk about it, you know, we are talking about two two one 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 one. You know, I know we've got the Villa game in there, but um, it's brought into context by what yeah. happens yeah. in the next month, which we shall go on to. So Brentford at home one one. The draw streak goes to four. Yeah. That was a bit lame because it was like you've drawn all these games. Now you know Brentford are kind of fair to middling. Yeah. Let's go and beat them. Uh, Wolves nil nil, which I think Dave said was the most. Boring game of the season on the pod. Uh, Barnsley won one. I went on the EFL podcast and the presenter said that that was the most predictable thing he'd ever seen, non-Ipswich fan. A 1-1 draw and Tom Lawrence scoring. Yeah, um, And then all of a sudden, uh, six unbeaten switches to seven without a win when you lose 3-1 away at Cardiff. Um, Dave, do you want to do much? Yeah, I mean, March was disappointing, really, because you'd, you'd got through, as we said earlier, we got through February relatively unscathed, all right, with one win, but no no defeats, and picked up probably 
well, over the course of the month, certainly a couple of more points than everyone had predicted in February. And the most disappointing thing was those two home games in three or four days, Brentford and Wolves, where we just didn't... And Brentford were quite good. I've, I've always sort of pushed Brentford. I think they're quite good. But yeah, Wolves especially, where you think, right, two wins here, four, you know, and, but instead you draw two. So you in effect, four points down. But two wins there, and you've got some... I was going to push on the playoffs, but you've got some momentum there. So I think we lost in those two games. We sort of lost a bit of momentum there for sure. I um, agree. And missed a, yeah, missed a, a, certainly a chance to, yeah, to, 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 yeah, push on. Do you want to come in on March there, Graham? Not really. I was quite depressed with March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it's, it's, yeah. As you say, what was a an, an unbeaten streak turned into a. A winless, a winless yeah. street. Yeah. Can, I, can I just say to the excellent podcast listeners, now what you should do at this point is probably just go out and take your dog for a walk and make yourself a cup of coffee because this bit is pretty dire, really. <laughs> all I've got a little notepad and all I've written on it is March boring. <laughs> yeah. I, I really gave up at that point. It was it yeah. was another low point. And I think I don't know. Did, did you get a Cardiff game? Were you at Cardiff? I didn't game? go to Cardiff. No, I think we were dreadful there. Yeah. I think we were absolutely dreadful at Cardiff mm. by all accounts. Eek. Um, we'll bunch April and May together, so this is going to be a bit of a marathon. There's eight games here. Uh, Birmingham, who are terrible, come to Portman Road. It's a 1-1 draw. Finally, a win against Wigan, which kind of, I think, just pushed us a bit further. And finally, a goal from McGoldrick in that game as well. Uh, Fulham away, 3-1, completely demolished. And some nasty scenes behind the behind the goal there. A lot of anti-Mick and Marcus chanting there um the Burton um result given what they've done this season was a yeah. was a good result in tricky pissing down with rain there's pressure on us and they pulled out a 2-1 uh win there uh Newcastle 3-1 uh, a great day there obviously the statutory uh peak Ipswich Murphy goal um really good performance Newcastle weren't at it but I think I think we were um Rotherham 1-0 away with this Odd weakened team and some nonsense about the integrity of the league. Um, that was a bit embarrassing, really. Then Sheffield Wednesday chasing the playoffs, come to Portman Road just with more intensity and more will to win Sorry. and more on the game. And then El Colapso at, at Forest. They just wanted, you know, when you're in a when you're in a nightclub and your friends are still dancing and you just want to go. Yeah. You know, it's just like, can we just go? You're virtually in the taxi and you you see them go to the bar and buy another drink and it's like. Can, can we just go? And all the players, they wanted to leave that nightclub, Graham Blackburn, the end of the season for you. Is, is, is A nightclub, is that like a discotheque? Um, <laughs> it's like a discotheque. <laughs> I don't yeah. know where I'm going. No, one of the few... Is that not a U2 song, Statman, yeah, discotheque? Discotheque, it is. There you go. One of the few highlights was when McGoldrick got back to fitness and started to play, as we know he can play. I know Statman loves him. I, I like oh, him. Dave loves him as well. Yeah, yeah. But which, which actually begs the question, if Williams has made a glass, then you could say the same about McGoldrick. He's always been injured, so there you go. Both outside, talented outside players. Outside now. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so that was the, one, of the highlight, uh, one of the highlights. And also getting players back into position. Sears back in up front, we're not on the wing, Chambers in the middle. But then, of course, it, it, towards the end of the season, it just went tits up anyway, didn't it? Frustrating after yeah. that. Yeah, excellent. I think I think a lot of it's you, 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 half the players are on the beach anyway, and I don't, you know. I think the frustrating thing there there was after a great result against Newcastle. Well, the win against Wigan. Well, win against Wigan, I think, put us onto was it like forty nine points? So you're virtually that there. Cleared yeah. it. Yeah. You're virtually that there. little bump, wasn't it? Um, yeah. And obviously the Burton, which you say was a good win, they're beating some. There's good actually sides. three wins in four at they're that point. Some good sides, and obviously Newcastle. Yeah. And a disappointing thing. Good starting. Was that um, 
we didn't push on. But okay, there was only three more games to go, but why, why, why he made so many changes away at Rotherham? I can, I can get it, but not so many, really. Yeah, was... make four maybe. Leave the spine on the side, the core aside there, and yeah, and and yeah, if you're ahead, one, two nil, whatever. Um, you know, then then bring them on on the hour, on the hour, or whenever it takes, but not to make nine. What? Why? It's it's all a bit black and white with me, isn't it? Ah. It's like I, we'll talk about Dazel later, but. I'm like, drip him in, sub, 15 minutes, 15 minutes. Exactly. If you look at his stats, he's, I think he started five, and there's, mm. is there one or two? I think there's only one well, sub appearance thought, from him or something, and isn't then, there? It's just a lot of games. I thought Sheffield Wednesday, Sheffield Wednesday impressed me. They were better than I thought they were going to be. OK, yeah. we probably, as, as Graham said, were on the beach, they had nothing left to play for. They were solid, and I quite, quite fancy them in the playoffs. They are yeah. really solid at the back, very, very good in midfield. And we know they've got a plethora of strikers, <laughs> you know, plethora. And, and then, yeah. and then Forrest last week, we were just poor. if ever there was a predictable result, and if ever there was a team that Forrest could choose to come and play, and you know, needing a win, yeah, yeah, Ipswich. I'll use. Can I use a, use a football we'll cliche? At some point we'll get. It a goal. was the manner of the defeat. Yeah, it was. It was at some point we're going to get a goal, <laughs> and they'll roll over. And we, and we did because. I think for the first for the first half after that crazy first minute when they could have scored three times or whatever, <laughs> I thought we played quite Including well. Including kickoffs, and we yeah. knocked the ball around nice. So we didn't create a lot. Graham said their keeper made two worldy saves, brilliant, yeah. brilliant saves. Yeah. We didn't score, and then yeah, it was a soft penalty. I mean, I heard someone earlier, not here, but say that oh, it was yeah, it wasn't a penalty. Well, I'm so, I think it was Ray on your on, yeah. on your. Well, you you saw yeah, it a bit. Yeah. I thought it was a penalty. I thought you know yeah, he's clever. Ward penalty, was clever, no. but I thought it was a, yeah. I thought fight, it was a penalty. Fight. His, his, his foot was foot up was high. So high wasn't, yeah. you know, Bart, Bart should go for it. But yeah, jumping in here for April, there's some, <coughs> yeah, yeah, some, 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 some highlights there. April the 1st, Jonathan Douglas's last game for, for Ipswich. You couldn't make it up, really, April Fool's Day. Um, the Birmingham game is when the chance really started. You know, Ian Milne got it. Mick McCarthy got it. Marcus Evans got we'll it. We'll come to these later. I don't yeah. think Ian Milne deserves that, but yeah. carry on. Um, Wigan, the highlight of the Wigan game. Um, Steve Finch. Did they ever find Steve Finch? <laughs> oh, Steve. Yeah. Oh, this God, is a message yeah. for Steve oh, yeah. Finch. Yeah. This is Steve. Yeah. Where is Steve? Dan. If, if, Dan. You're out, if you're out there, Steve, please come and help. Um, maybe he's going to be our next manager. Um, <laughs> but the, the the Wigan game, uh, we were 2 0 up. Finch Yeah. I like that. Finch out. I'm starting that already. Bloody good rep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we're 2-0 we're up against Wigan and Bart Is makes it? a fantastic save to stop it going 2-1. Ball immediately goes up the other end. Great counter-attack and play from Ipswich. Can't believe I said that. We're 3-0. But I think in that game, that 3-0 was totally, you know, we oh, were... Bart made some... Yeah. Made, they missed some chances at 2-0. 3-0 is 3-0. And Bart come made on. some oh, hell of a come save. Come on, you no, can't they, fudge. They, it flattered us. 1-0 yes, I'll give you. Flattered is the word I'm looking for. Flatter us a bit. Newcastle, we know so we're all getting a bit bored now. It's about midnight when I did this last night. Newcastle, but you, you said it earlier, Ben. You know, it was, a, it was a good game, but Newcastle were not looking like a team that were going to win the league. They were a little bit oh, off the pace, it? I think. We, we were good, though, weren't we? Yeah. We were good. Yeah, oh, yeah, I enjoyed good, yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it was good, and it was brilliant. You know, Sir Bobby Robson clearly loves it, which so more than Newcastle, so I hope some people <laughs> yeah, in Newcastle... Well, we didn't sack him yeah. like Newcastle. No, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we can now go back to hating Newcastle, where there was some <laughs> kind of weird love in, which I didn't get because you sacked Bobby Robson. And then, like you said, we, we, we finished the season with... And if you want to sum up the season... Our last three games, no goals, five against, sixty-four thousand team changes. That what what even happened in the in the in the second half against Forest? I've no idea. All right, okay, Ken Lock was going to take you off. I know he's having a little bit of a torrid time. Josh Emmanuel will put you on. Danny Rhodes, you want to go? Anybody else want to? I can imagine him saying, "Who wants to have a go at left back? We need someone." No, I'm not doing it. And it was it was terrible. It was woeful. We rolled over and died. And the worst thing about the game was that the Forest fans. 
Come on, lads. We're, we're, we're guilty of it as well. And Forrest as well. They started chanting at us, we're more famous than you. Like I said, it was like two bald men fighting over a comb. You know, it's, it's not 1978 or 77. Say it again. Like two bald men fighting over a comb. That's that what is it, was it like, isn't yeah. it? Unbelievable yeah. scenes. Um, right, and we are at the end. Um, played 46, won 13, drawn 16, lost 17 for 48 against 58. That was a 16th place finish with 55 points at 1.195. Points per game down 14 points and nine places from last year. We're all going to go and have a piss and we're going to be back in five minutes, player by player. Are you up for it, guys? Thanks, Uncle. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling... Tell them, honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And we are back. We're going player by player now. So, gentlemen, we're going to use the um, marks out of 10 system this time rather than um, letter grades. It's a bit controversial, isn't it? Well, I think... I don't want to say Graham seemed to get a bit confused by the what, why am I, gonna... I can't go after anything after G and I'm buggered. So <laughs> okay. <they laughs> might say, what? I'll give him an H. Do we know how they're going to transfer? <laughs> if I gave somebody a D in the mid-season review, <laughs> what is that? Is that is that a yeah, what does five? D, what does we'll D put, correlate yeah, to? Yeah, we'll put, uh, what's that you had to put at the end of your essays at, at uni? Your crap. Appendices. I, I'm sorry. Crap. That's what I used to put. <laughs> Soz. 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 Right, we're going to go round the table. We'll go in the same order every time so the uh, listeners um, get used to that um, formula. I'm talking crap now, aren't I? Um, if you want to say anything about a particular player, why you've given them the mark, then please do so. Um, so, Graham, Luke Chambers, 46 appearances, four goals. Only one of two outfield players in the division to play every single minute. Who can win a prize and name me the other? Alex Smithies. Outfield player. Alex Smithies. 
Um, he's a goalkeeper. Um, Aidan Flint of Bristol City. Uh, so only Chambers and um, Flint played every minute of the league season. A stat that Do you reckon you can um, get rid of that really long pause that was in there? We were all like, oh, it's a bit like Countdown Conundrum, wasn't it? Graham, marks out of ten, Luke Chambers. Can I just do a bit of a prequel? Um, Luke Chambers was a difficult one because he's played half the season out of position again, didn't he? And then only seemed to improve when he got back to his normal position. So I would have given him higher marks had he been playing in his normal position all the time. So at the moment, I would give him six. David Diamond? I'd give him four as a right back, seven as a centre back. Can I get a mark for the season? Six. Six? I'd give him a seven. I thought he was quite good. And I think, you know, as, as we said last week... You know, played every game, um, every minute of the game, and um, it's really good that he signed a new contract. So yeah, give him, give him a seven, and I'll I'll give him a solid seven as well. Um, Bartos Bielkowski, uh, forty-four appearances, lots of great saves, thirty-five point nine percent pass completion. Yeah, not very good pass, was no. it? No. <laughs> uh, great. Yeah, eleven. It's out. It's out uh, of ten. He's, yeah. he's misunderstanding the game. No, I know. I know. No, uh, well, nine. I think nine. Yeah, he's by far our best player. I think. David Diamond. Yeah, he's easily our best player. I'll give him a nine. I think that pass completion is a bit of a misnomer, though, isn't it? Because don't forget, a lot of his uh, do they include clearances? You know, where he's driving the ball to the uh, to the either left I, or the I, right, I, and, you know, eighty yards up the path. Exactly. Stats are ridiculous. Sometimes that's just stupid, Ben. They are ridiculous. He's not a sweeper keeper. No, I'm, he isn't. He I'm isn't. just saying he's not a good, good. passer. Let's gang up and with he, Ben like he's he does on me. He's yeah, not very wrong. I have not gang up. There's one of me. We're ganging up on you. you. Gang, you yeah. Well, you gang up on me. I'm the me. one man yeah. gang. That's a wrestling yeah, reference well. for you. I got it in. There you go. It's a good so, name um, for a band, though. Yeah, yeah nine, nine yeah. for me. Nine. Yeah. Statman? Eleven. Oh, no, Graham's done that joke. But, yeah, I think... Um, <laughs> it wasn't funny then. No, exactly, yeah. If you could do it as well. I'm going to say, yeah, a nine. Fantastic player and many matches where he kept us in it. I'll go for an... Eight. Eight? What? Eight. He, likes he likes Gherkin. I don't like Gherkin. Dear me. Um, I, I'm going to open myself up Gherkin for ridicule here. I think Bart is very, very slightly overrated by Ipswich supporters on the basis that there's nothing else good happening at the club. I think he's, I think he's very good, but the idea that he's amazing and incredible is just not, it's just not true. He's, he's, he's a decent goalkeeper, but he's, and he's playing in a terrible team, managed in a kind of awkward Way and I think he's just very slightly overrated. He's got a firm pair of buttocks, though, hasn't he? He's got lovely buttocks, nice facial so, hair. You know, he's he's just a strong, strong man, and the, the saves are <laughs> virile. Yeah, at Wigan, he made a he made a double save where you know the the second um, where where it came back in, he had really strong forearm, forearm held the ball, um, kept the ball out. I, I think you know he's very, bit, he's very yeah. very good. He's a good player. He's very you know? very good player. Very yeah. good player. Just he's slightly else is overrated no, than by Ipswich fans. No, he isn't. But that's he's very wrong. Good. Ben. I think you're wrong there. Graham Hitton. Well, it's, it's an opinion. Can't be right or wrong. <laughs> you're sitting closer to him. Here. Yeah. Um, Christoph Berra, Graham, 44 appearances, um, 6.5 aerials won per game, second best in the division. Yeah, yeah. Berra, his what, what does it have his pass completion? Because I can't imagine that's particularly good, is it? It'll probably be about 20 percent higher than Bart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> higher in the altitude. You mean? <laughs> yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, he, yeah, seven. He's been steady and he's he's a good solid defender. He's not exciting, but he gets rid of the ball when it needs. Yeah, seven. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go with a seven. He's had a, um, a bit of an up and down season. There were there were games when I thought he was very very average, but yeah, I think he finished the season pretty well. And he's just colossal in the air. Let's face it. Yeah, absolutely. Statman. 
Can you... I just say, sorry, um, um, don't like him playing, well, by the by now, but didn't like him playing on the left side of a five at the back because when he gets drawn out wide left, that does, doesn't work. Six. That's it. He's all right. I'll, I'll give him a seven. I'll go yeah. with the other boys on that. Um, Grant Ward, 35 starts, eight subs, six goals, three assists, played wide right, centre midfield, holding midfield in in a three, did what he was asked, ran around a lot, did his best, had the joy pulled from his life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Grant Ward, scored that best debut ever. Ben's just died. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I like Grant Ward, especially when when he's playing in the middle. As you say, he's been played all over the place. Um, can, you, are we allowed half points? Can you give him a seven and a half? No. No. no, no okay. He would have said that at the beginning, wouldn't he? <laughs> well, he didn't say you couldn't. Yeah. Oh, well, I thought God. it was a given. <laughs> Mick McGiven. Uh, seven. Oh, oh, seven. Mick out. I'll go for seven. <laughs> Who are, we, who are we talking about? Grant Ward. <laughs> um, I'll go with it. I'll go with a seven. Yeah, much better. He lost his way. Crikey, he was okay. He had the brilliant debut, and then early part of the season, he was he was good, and then he was slung out wide, and he just completely lost his way. And there were certain games I didn't realise he was he was there for yeah. Christ's sake. Much much better when he played inside in a midfield three. Much much better. So yeah, I think he's a good player. Um, seven, yeah. Good sign from Mick. Yep. Yeah, good solid seven. Good debut, I think. Um, and if he plays in the right position, I think we'll we'll he'll continue playing well. Twenty twenty one, twenty one, twenty two. Very young. Yeah, good signing. Very yeah. good player. Very rarely loses a ball. I like that. He's he's yeah. He's good. I'll go with a seven as well for Ward. I think there's really good potential mm. there, isn't there? Mm, um, Cole Skews, 40 appearances, seventy nine point two percent pass completion. Uh, <laughs> Best in the club, but 89th best in the division. Level with a favourite of yours, Dave, Mr Shane Duffy of Brighton. Oh, yeah. I bet he hasn't scored his quota of own goals. He's got got the best pass percentage in the club. Of course he has. Well, if you only had to pass... I was going to say, yeah. but (laughs) Of course he has. only plays at like one one yard left or right or back. Of course he has, by miles. Stats do lie, stat men, don't they? They They That's that's a given, isn't it? You put put a spin on that. I never do that. I haven't put a spin on it. It's just... That's (laughs) unbelievable. What about proper passes? Well, I suppose... (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Graham Blakeman, a rating for Cole Skews out of 10, please. I'm not a great Cole Skews fan. I don't think anyone here is particularly, but he does the simple things well and then any pass it sideways or backwards, and I, I just not doesn't inspire. I, I still think Diagaraga in his two, two or three appearances was a better player all round than Skews. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Please oh, do them all like that. That was brilliant. <laughs> do you remember at the end of last one? Voices oh. getting higher. Voices. <laughs> Skews is fine. Uh, for me, Skews is good. Skews is okay as long as he's got the right player. You know the right two in midfield sitting with him um, does a job for the team yes he's not yeah he doesn't score goals obvs um, unspec- um, unspectacular and, and uh, uh, Mick obviously loves him he's never going to you know never going to leave him out when he's fit he's, when he's fit he always plays um, yeah six nothing more really. Statman sorry six I was going to give <laughs> yeah <laughs> I was going to give him a nine, um, but then I realised that he hasn't... That would be bullshit. Yeah, and the fact that he's only scored Partridge. one goal in 168 games. So, um, but what I, a goal. What a goal. 14th of April. Uh, my, my birthday, <laughs> yes. I remember that. So, um, 11 minutes past eight. Yeah, I'm gonna, Seismic. Exactly. I'm going to go for a, a six. Yeah, I'll, I'll go for a six. I completely agree with Dave. Skews is 
only as good as the guy who he's playing with in centre mm. midfield. And I hate to say this, I would be happy if he said, right, Dazel, you're going to start in four two three one next to Skews mm. next season. I'd be quite happy with that because Skews can give Dazel the ball, cover him, whatever. So I think he's as oh, yeah. good as the guy who he is next to him. Uh, Freddie Sears, 29, only 29 starts this season. Uh, seven goals, four assists. Graham's yeah, like well, you same old problem, isn't it? Playing him in his correct position and he suddenly scores goals. It's not rocket science, Mr McCarthy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a bit. Seven. Because he, he does... What I are you going to do with Spence then? Yeah, yeah Spence. <laughs> oh, oh, that's quite good. Oh, that is quite good. Yeah, yeah, yeah seven. Because he does a hell of a lot of work for the team as well, even when he's not scoring goals. Seven. Yeah. Seven. Yeah, I'd, I'd pretty much go with that. He's had a bit of a, a real wretched season. As he, again, playing out of position. Certain games he was just anonymous. And I'd always have a little bit of a dig at him because he, I always thought he, when he did get in good positions, his final ball was awful you know choice of final ball but different player when he plays you know when he plays in a front two completely different player and shows what he what he brings to the team so yeah, I think he's certainly worth a seven just because of his and his overall work right and his attitude brilliant attitude yeah agree with that um Statman? yeah seven for me and I was really pleased against uh Forrest where Mick finally realized when he substituted him that Freddie Sears isn't a winger so I was really pleased that Mick had <laughs> yeah. kind of cottoned on to that that was good stuff <laughs> You're going to think I'm a big contrarian because I always stand up for him. It's getting harder this season. I'll give him a give him a six, but it's not it's not his fault, is it? No, no. it's not not his fault where he's where no. he's been put. I just it was last season he was played out wide and he made a really good fist of it. This season the team's not as good and he's not been as good. Um, so are you hungry, Graham? <laughs> David McGoldrick, no Jonas Knudsen, thirty five starts, two goals. Yeah, well, can I go on the two goals? Yeah, yeah. two goals, one of which gets him an extra point, probably. Both uh, get him two. an extra point. Oh, yeah, um, or oh, five, I think. Yes, yeah. yeah, Dave. Again, another one of these players has had a bit of a split season, really. Um, I just do not rate him as a left back, I no, really no. don't. But I've got to say, as a left sided central defender, it looks a better mm. player, and he's because. I think Mick, and we've said this before on the pod, I think Mick likes him because he's very strong in the air. And he's a strong player, strong sound in the Sound fundamentals, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely, he's got it, the sound, he? so Mick yeah. will love him. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd, yeah, for me, not a great left-back. Okay, central, you know, and I'd give him a yeah, five. Is that man? I echo everything that, that, that David said. Um, you know, he scored the two goals against Norwich, which I think we're probably, you know, we always like to score against them, which would give us a high point. I was going to give him a seven for that, but then the other day, he came cycling down Playford Road, right? Ooh. I thought that was just a bit strange. Playford Road, and I saw this guy cycling. He's got his phone held out in front of him, and he's talking on the phone. And next thing, he comes on the footpath, right? So I'm like, oh, hang on a minute. We've got a special segment for people yeah. like that, haven't we? Four. <laughs> yeah, four. And, can I down? Four for me. And I suddenly was about to say something. Next thing, I thought, hang on a minute. It's Jonas. So I shouted at him, Jonas, get on the road. But I don't think he understood that. He just carried on riding on the pavement. So, you know, he's a six for me. Um, I just echo what Dave said and put a five in there, stat man, for me. Uh, David McGoldrick, 20... Oh, why do I keep getting this wrong? Tom Lawrence, 32 starts, <laughs> nine goals, nine assists. That's not including the 100% of our FA Cup goals he scored as well. 2,808 minutes on the pitch. Uh, 34 league goals were scored by Ipswich Town during that time. He was involved in 53% of Ipswich's goals while he was on the pitch. What a player 
Sorry, but you give me your opinion. Uh, Graham Blackburn. Um, yes, I would like to give him a nine, but I'm only going to give him an eight, I think, because well, he didn't play that many games, did he? At the beginning. No. Well, he didn't play any at the beginning no. of the season. And yeah, I, I agree with everything you said, though. But eight, yeah. David? Yeah, I'd pretty much go with that. Um, if one thing, I'd just mark him down on his, his... I mean, for someone who plays in that position, to have ten yellow 11. cards, or 11 yellow yeah. cards, yeah. most of which... With a descent. Yep, yep, yep. Sorry, he's he's got some he's got some growing up to do, I think. But yeah, good, good, very good player. Yeah, and and has been yeah you know, one of the highlights. I know he's not our player, but yeah, he's been a. We'd, we'd, we'll remember this season for his goals, won't we? Yeah, Statman. definitely. Um, he, he probably is just behind Giovanni dos Santos in. Loney, ITFC, Loney. You don't class Jim McGilton because he signed, do you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So if you go back and have a look, you're not a Loney if you then sign permanently. Make your own rules up, I don't care. Um, (laughs) Tom Lawrence, um, I would have given him a nine. Great goals, but the same point that you've said, David. The thing that frustrates me is that he's a. He likes to give it out, yeah. and you see him. And I like that, you know. And yeah. one thing that I will say about Grant Holt, you know, he was a real physical player. He loved to give it out. But he could but take it. He could take it. And yeah. when soon as Tom Lawrence takes it, he's looking at the referee or he's whinging, he's rolling yeah. around. Don't like that. Eight. I got. I got to give him a nine. I think he's a special player. He's not our player, is he? No. It'd be yeah. very interesting to see where Which he one? ends up. Where he ends up next season. That'll I read be. that Forrester Norwich. Him. <laughs> really? Yeah. Forrest, really? Have they yeah. got money now, have they? Yeah. New owners, haven't they? Dear oh me. Sorry, my iPad's gone off. Right. I can now say David McGoldrick. 25 starts, <laughs> five goals, three assists. Fourth highest shots per game in the whole division, McGoldrick. And the most dispossessed player at the club. Most dispossessed? Most dispossessed. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. But he's the one who, sorry, jumping in there, yeah, no, he's okay. the one who is comfortable to sit on the ball, you know, and <laughs> mm. wants to run with it. And the other ones who play like hot potato football, I'm just going to pass it to you. So I'm just saying the stats. Oh, he's he's these stats, I'll tell you what, they're beginning to annoy me now. Always the same. Always the same. That's an awkward one because I, I, much as I disagree, I disagree with a lot of Statman's things, I do agree that McGoldrick's probably our most talented player, apart from Johnny Williams, obviously. Um, sure. But he's has, he has been injured, and it, even when he started playing, he wasn't on top form, which is fair enough because you've been injured for a long while. Um, and then he started to look like our best player again, but I, seven. But I would have given him a nine normally, I think. Dave? Yeah, I agree with most of that. Well, you know, there's been certain games where he has played, when he when he had a run of games and he's been fit, where he'll just do something in the game that just lifts it above everything yeah. else, almost on the pitch, some of the things he can do. Um, lacks a bit of pace, doesn't he? But I'd, I'd agree with Graham. Maybe an eight. I'll give him a goal an eight because he's my favourite player down at the club by far. Statman? I've gone for seven. Um, I think that the key thing for me, he needs to find out what he where he wants to play from now on. Mm. Um, he just hasn't scored scored enough goals for me. Um, I'd love to have given him an eight, but no, it's a seven for me. I think from, from the goal scoring, he just doesn't seem to be ruthless enough. He almost seems to finishing. Yeah, not he's great a, anymore, is it? No, yeah. he's not. He, he almost seems to want to, you know, make that pass the ball into the goal or chip the goal, curl the keeper, chip the keeper rather than just, you know, just getting his foot constantly the ball. saying, "Look, I'm better than everybody else." Almost, yeah, almost, Ben. And I think he has the pace he did have. I think because some of the, I think, my opinion that the injuries have finally started to catch him with a little bit. He's just lost that little bit of pace. But, well, how old is he now? Twenty nine, twenty eight, yeah, twenty nine. I think he's thirty. But, yeah, but but a full pre season yeah. and and fit. Yeah, yeah. Good L- last season though, or the season before last. <laughs> if we, two thousand fifteen sixteen, he only started nine league matches. <laughs> 
last season he started 25. So a, a lot of people said in, in 15-16, actually, if we'd had David McGoldrick fit, we'd have been far higher up the table. He's now played three times as many games. Good, good point, but I yeah. think we'll get on to another player but I think you know having only played nine games the year, be, year before it, it just yeah. has a knock on effect it just takes you so much, yeah. so long to get up to speed I yeah, think. made of glass well um, <laughs> we are glass I'll give him a I'll give him a six just only on the basis <laughs> of the numbers what the, very low the numbers are just poor do you know who, what I mean do you like who's your favourite player Ooh. Tom Lawrence right can I give him a two now <laughs> um, six two he would if he if he just had eight goals and five assists no. as opposed to five goals and three assists he'd mm. be you'd be right this is great he's got to be our main striker you know he brings everybody everything is there Other, I mean Dave uses this final product thing and I know it's not all about well actually it is isn't it it's about scoring goals and winning games but if it was just a little bit up, and yeah. we've identified them on the podcast one-on-ones and obvious finishing is just chances quite, and then he'd be yeah. yes great him and Sears or him and whoever up front but uh, we're beginning to think that he might be best off yeah, farther back, yeah. away oh, from the goal. Well, look, yeah, I think look, we all agree there. Look, when he has played up front, and we're, you know, it's, it's been a game we've been struggling. I mean, he's picking the ball up off the back four for goodness' yeah, exactly. sake in yeah. our own half. Yeah. Right, no deeper than that, you know, halfway between the. Got to start and... making it. It might not be his fault, like you say. If he's in, this, he's just got to start making. You see, against um, Villa, when he went into beast mode to set up Hughes' goal, and you're just like, man, you're unstoppable. That's yeah. brilliant, you yeah. know, wonderful, but. Yeah. Just and maybe yeah, thirty games next season. Yeah, yeah hopefully. I think play him in the Eric Gates role for those of oh, the listeners. Now you're, oh, now you're talking, Eric Gates. Hey, yeah, you won, won't you? Eight cup. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Brew, fourteen yeah, starts, one goal, oh, one assist, yeah. and has he been told he can leave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good player, talented player, um, bit inconsistent. Got a good pass on him, which very few of our players have. Five. Yeah, just and. Hasn't kicked on. Really good in what fourteen, fifteen when he came, wasn't he? Out of nowhere, really good in that midfield. Um, yeah, very, very inconsistent. Very frustrating player. Frustrating player. Yeah. I think he's got everything. Well, take everything. He's got a great range of passing. I think he's quite skillful. If I've got one criticism, seems easily knocked off the ball to me. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. yeah he does. Um, right six. No, no surprise. He's going four. Um, just hasn't really done a lot for me Ooh. this season. And the the biggest thing is, I think, you know, Mick McCarthy sometimes feels that when the fans are booing him that they are saying brew. Um, <laughs> so let's need, let's get him out of the club, <laughs> just so Mick knows. Yeah, it's a, it's a, can we get can we get real about this? He's, he's not good enough. He's had yeah. loads of yeah, chances no, again. I'm, I'm shocked Dave, yeah, he's Dave's not, given he's him not six. Good. Yeah, I'll, give, I'll go with a four. I'll go yeah. with you, stat man, this side of the table. Hey? Um, can, I, can I just interrupt here? So for the podcast listeners, what you don't realise is that Ben's sitting there with an iPad looking at things. Uh, Dave's having a drink out of a, of a water bottle, a cycling bottle there. Quick step. Gra- Graham it's is quick step. asleep. With a bottle top. Um, <laughs> and I naturally picked up a notepad and I've been writing all the scores down. He's going to point out our inconsistencies. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean Tom yeah. Lawrence is better than Bart? Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, Adam Webster, 21 starts and then curtailed by injury. <sighs> Probably, well, definitely are. Most talented defender by a mile, I think. Um, as David said, tally inconsistent because he's still quite young and he's getting up to speed with the game. And then as soon as he did get up to speed with the game, he was injured. So it's really hard one, isn't it, to give him anything really at all? But well, just give it a go, it's just for a bit of fun. Six, 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 six as a player. Yeah, yeah, What's Mr. A... Chips doing now? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Um, I'd, I'd give him a seven. Um, I think 
uh, but it would have been much, I'm sure he played most of the season it would have been much higher than that um, yeah he's a really good player there. best defender I don't know best net, best footballing defender we've got yeah that's probably yeah. what I mean. best player playing in defence yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> right yeah um yeah, and I'm sure more to come again. Obviously, he's fit now. He came on 10 minutes last. But so, again, full pre-season, yeah. And then he come injured as well, I think. He came from yeah. Portsmouth. He didn't have a full pre-season last year. So, yeah, big season for him. And, yeah, excited about <laughs> what him. Was the, what was the rating? Sorry, seven? Seven, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. man? Yeah, seven for me. I think he's the, you know, we've got, we've got to keep him, you know, start with the spine of the team. I think I think he's a good player. And as, you know, to echo what David said, he is the best defender playing in our defence without a doubt the best <laughs> yeah. okay I'll yeah I'll go with seven as well it clearly if he played he's got, 35 40 games it no, would have been potentially eight, for me he's no. got a lot he can pass he's yeah, quite yeah, he's quick he's strong um, okay yeah Brett no, that's fine okay, okay no, I'm sorry just to interrupt you there but we are saying he's the best defender but between the four of us we've scored in the same as um, Christoph Berra well no Dave said he was the best player playing in defence yeah, Not best, necessarily. There's a dis- best there's different best ball playing defender. Yeah. 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 Right, okay. Yeah. Um, Brett, the pitman, hitman, Hart, 13 starts, four goals. Only player at the club with a goals per minute ratio under 300 minutes. So per minute, if you take Varney out of it, because he's not at the club anymore, he's the most prolific forward there. And he's he's off, isn't he? They yeah. told yeah. him he can yeah. go along with Brugge. Brett, yeah. pitman. Pitman, the hitman, five. That's it. Dave, concise. Five, it just, I mean, something's gone on there where, where um, Mick obviously has, has lost uh, lost some love for him, hasn't he? Yeah, a really, really good season. Really good season. First season. Was top scorer last last season, wasn't he? He scored yeah. more than 12. He was equal it? with Murphy, but he yeah. did it in less minutes. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, yeah, it just really hasn't happened. I mean, it's the goal from, was it Bristol City? Great Ridiculous. goal. Yeah. Winning yeah. goal against Bristol City apart. Um, just obviously lost his way there and fell out of fate. Well, yeah. Fell out of favour with the manager, or the manager didn't fancy him, you know, um, to play him. So yeah, I think you know I'll give him a five as well. And he, he went through that spell of actually coming off the bench and scoring and stuff like that. And then he's actually then remained on the bench. And yeah. Kiefer Moore and the likes have come on. Yeah, kind of and apparently at the Forest game at the end, he came over and gave a young fan a, uh, a yeah. shirt, and he ah, said cool. to him, "You've got you've got more chance of wearing this than I have." Is that um, right? And oh, then God. a few days later, he's been released. So he's clearly fell out with Mick, which is a disappointment. You know. He, he runs like a penguin, which is a bit odd, but he scores goals. And I think, you know, why we, we're suddenly losing all of these yeah. goal scorers and, you know, very difficult to replace. We, you know, we haven't replaced Murphy since August, so five. Yeah, um, we spoke about this on our pod. Um, he's a player with personality and um, character. Mm. And maybe that's why Mick isn't necessarily... You can imagine him being quite outspoken and, you know, yeah. not taking any crap. I, I love him. I've got to give him a four, though, because he's just... When he has had a chance, he's not done it. I, I may, it may not be his his fault when he, you know, when Murphy first left and he was yeah. up front in September, having the ball booted at him in a kind of oh, weird four three game. three thing, yeah, it's not his and game, he just no. couldn't do it. Um, and I've seen a lot of tweets to the effect of watch Pittman now either sign for a Championship or League One team and score a shitload of goals, 15, yeah. goals next yeah. season. I mean, the yeah. last thing he did was the assist for Hughes's goal, wasn't it? When he came on his sub. Really? Yeah. The last right. goal we scored yeah. this season. Yeah, great assist. <laughs> That's the last goal. It's ridiculous, isn't it? I know. Jonathan Douglas, 17 <laughs> starts. Graham Blackburn. Is, is zero a number or is that... Yeah, a... zero is a number, yeah. One. 
I just got this is atrocious. <laughs> Sorry, atrocious. Can you just find someone that he's given a six or something to? Um, right. So Graham has given a six to Adam Webster. Yeah. He's given a five to Jonas. What did he give Kevin Brew? He gave Kevin Brew a five. How can you give Kevin Brew a five and Jonathan Douglas a one? Can yeah. you just because can Kevin you? Brew is five times better to play than Jonathan Douglas? <laughs> <laughs> go on, I'll go two just it's because you argument. seem all upset with it. Don't two. Let, don't let us bully you. No, 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 been, no I no. feel completely bullied now. Yeah, Dave. Sorry, I'll stop tapping my foot. Yeah, stop I, I will give Two. Douglas a four. Oh, four, I think, for Dougie. Um, yeah, again, it was it was when he played in the midfield with when he well when when the Scuggles when he when he formed part of the Scuggles that was the real problem. Um, I mean. Trouble is, with is it hard to assess because in certain games, and I know we don't want to keep harping back to the nugget that was the Newcastle, <laughs> the Newcastle segment. Yes, I think with the, around, the, yeah. the Dougie segment. If anyone's but, listening, you know there were certain it. parts of games where he just didn't touch the ball really. And then when he did, he just. And then when he did, well, now he did. No, got he's neat and tidy. When he's on mm. the ball, he's, Dougie's neat and tidy. He's fine. He's no worse than Skuses, but yeah, it just didn't quite didn't quite happen for him this season. But. Had the goal still against Norwich? Had the goal? There was, I think it was another one in there somewhere. Who knows, mate? Who knows? But yeah, his 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 race his race had been run this season, hasn't it? So what was it four? His race had been walked. Four, four, four walked. Four. Renegade stat man. I want to be really controversial and give him a five, but I'm not going to. I am going to give him a four. But one of the things I would say about him is that you know when when he came here, when he played at Brentford, he, he scored quite a few yeah, goals, eight or different. nine goals really. And and Mick has just kind of changed him into this sort of. Diplodocus or <laughs> Diplodocus, whichever way you want to pronounce it, sort of lumbering around in, in the in the midfield. Open the and, door, yeah. get on the floor. Yeah. Everybody walk the dinosaur. That, that's actually going to be that when the team run on. It ought to be, didn't it? Can we make a... If anybody's listening who can do that, can we have the team run out to walk the dinosaur? Who sang that? Was not was. Was not was. You will not beat Diamond on Pop Trivia, honestly. You just won't. You could get the Lower North to start singing. You've got something there. But right, yeah. give a strongly worded email to the club then. <laughs> I want, and Ian Mean will come back and say, I'm oh. sorry that you don't like the shirts or something, which is what you said about everything else. So, um, <laughs> yeah, and we're talking hey, about the song. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry about the chevrons. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'll go sorry, what was your rating stat? Four. Yeah, I'll go four as well. Um it's weird, isn't it? I do think he's a I do think he's a bit of a scapegoat for for everyone's feelings about is, about about Mick. Um and I do think just him and Skews is I'm trying to think of two foods that really like, I don't know, really don't go well together and you should never ever chocolate, cabbage and custard. Chocolate and tomato soup. <laughs> so scuggles. <laughs> what are you talking? That's what I'm having before my bike ride tomorrow. Yeah. Cabbage and custard. custard I'll fly yeah. along on that. But yeah, I don't think he's. I, d- I don't think he's a two Graham. I think. No, probably less I... than two. But <laughs> oh my God. he's not moving. Good for you, Graham. <laughs> he's just a t- that that Newcastle thing. I thought that was taken out of context. That video thing. That and then bit. you did Dougie Watch, didn't you? And then we do DWs. Yeah, yeah Dougie Watch, and you you think actually that's exactly what he's like. It's oh, just no. like putting me yeah, in. The there. only thing about Douglas this season, he was the player that did tip us over the edge for the Huddersfield <laughs> pod, wasn't he? He was Poor the Dougie. one, wasn't it? And then Dougie come on at half-time and as a free kick comes across and he completely misses his header oh. on the back post and that's when it, we went in a meltdown but there. the other frustrating thing about him was that suddenly Mick started making a point when he started having a dig yeah. about the fans and then yes. not, not bringing Douglas on because, oh, you know, it's going to be a poisonous yeah, atmosphere. That not... didn't do Douglas any favours, no, no, did no, it at no. all? And yeah. they weren't booing Douglas either, though. 
booing the decision. The well, as, the and decision. as I said at QPR, they booed the decision, and five minutes later, they sung, if Dougie scores, we're on the pitch. Yeah. Yeah. So it, yeah. they weren't booing Douglas. They were booing no. the decision. Um, Ted Bishop, only seven starts this season. This is an interesting one, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's almost not worth giving him a score, really, of anything, is it? But he's a talented player on his game. He hasn't had many of his games, has he? So, no. Four, four, four. I think five just on perhaps potential but yeah he missed all the season last season as a young he's still a young lad Um, apparently he's quite out there on the social media isn't he and stuff I don't follow him but apparently he's sort of oh if you're listening then Ted eight he is (laughs) (laughs) apparently he is apparently follow me Teddy (laughs) apparently he is quite a bit I don't know um yeah, no doubt there's a talented player in there, but he just whenever I've seen him play this season, and you know the odd little you know nuggets you've seen him play, he doesn't look fit. He still doesn't no. look fully no. fit. No. So. I went to watch him play um, when the under twenty threes played uh, Sheffield Wednesday, and he oh. was didn't really impress me much. I was at I, Ro- I was at Rotherham as as well, and yeah. I saw him play in the under in that stupid game against Watford when we won like eight nil. He played well, didn't he? I mean, oh, he absolutely bossed the game, but I mean they weren't really that good. But he absolutely ran the game. You think, okay, here we go, but yeah, it just doesn't happen. I, I, I'm going to give, give him a four, and I, I fear he could be the next Josh Carson, burst on the on the team quite no, well. Good, and surely not. Yeah, yeah that'd I'd be I'd, awful, wouldn't it? I, do you know, he might be one of these players that just needs to move away. Yeah. I really oh, do God. fear. I, I, I think yeah, he, he should have broken. He's had injuries and stuff like that. Was, Clearly, no. He needs. He needs to go. Yeah, I, I think for, you're for, right. for him. I want us. St- want him to stay. But which is a real shame. shame is how shame. good was he that season? Yeah. That that playoff season. He yeah. was a good player. Yeah. I got. I got to give him give him a four on the basis that he's done nothing. That's, um, only, that's the only reason. Isn't yeah, it? Um, but be a real shame if yeah nothing mm, came of that talent. Yeah, uh, Miles Kenlock, sixteen starts and. If if Pittman runs like a penguin, how does Kenlock run? I yeah. think I think he's more penguin esque, isn't he? A penguin. Well, he's more of a sideways penguin. Yeah, penguin. Excuse us, a sideways yeah. penguin. It's it's odd, <laughs> and he's got that left hand sort of uh, up... drying your nail varnish. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm. But and I watch things now when I watch football, and that's how bad it is. You know, I look at the seagull. Or I tell you what, they should they should really clean the top of the Sir Alf Ramsey stand or whatever. But then I find that I spend a lot of time looking at how players run. <laughs> and Ken, look, I'm just there, sort of the jaw is dropped, and I'm thinking I can't. I can't he's work quick it as out. well, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, this is the thing. That's deceptive because yeah. yeah. he's quick. Well, he's maybe he does that. Maybe he says, "Look, you know, look at me. I can't run properly," and they think, "Oh, no problem." And suddenly, I've lost right control. Yeah. Graham Blackburn, a rating for Kenlock. Um, I, he's he's certainly been an improvement on um, Nudson, hasn't he? I thought. Yeah, and, uh, I agree. Considering he's sort of had to learn the game at that level, I, I'd give him a six. I think. Done all right. I'd, I'd give Ken like a sort of fairly solid seven. I think mm. he's, he's potentially very good, solid, solid defender, deceptively, deceptively quick, and yeah, very good left foot. Yeah, seven for me. One of our players, young player. Mm. It's what we wanted from Mick, and he's put him in. And um, only had to put argue. him in though. I bet he wouldn't have put him in if Kenlock hadn't been injured, would he? Good point. Um, yeah, I'll give him a seven. And as well, we need to mention was it the Bur- there's a couple of games in a row bursts up the pitch against Burton and. Possibly against Newcastle, was it? Yeah, and, yeah. You know, so for, yeah, first, really, and you know, and he's he's trained as a left back and he's playing wing back. I think he's great. He yeah. nicked it off for uh, Newcastle. He didn't nick it off Richie, didn't he? That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Right, David. You can say the name of this one because the best catchphrase is. Can I do a wrestling reference? It's never mind if you smell what the rock is cooking. A guy called Daniel Bryan. One word catchphrase. Yes, yes, yes. David Diamond. A no. one word oh, catchphrase. Oh, oh. 
Spence. Spence. Although Graham did a pretty good Spence earlier. It was a bit camp, me. wasn't it? Yeah, well, as, not as much, <laughs> not as, much as six. Oh, whatever but it was. Is, isn't yes, yes, yes a three-word catchphrase? So I'm just no, struggling yes, with that. So yeah, I just repeated okay. it yeah, three okay, times. Right, okay, yeah. fine. It's the same words that. Sorry, Ben was looking at me as I as I fidgeted in my chair and creaked somewhat. I'm now still again, Ben. <laughs> and as Graham said, you know, during the interval, that that is the most creakiest chair ever. It, it, <laughs> see, I knew these, this is the barbarism. This is the actual, barbarism. The actual Honest. words you used, and David corrected your grammar. Ooh, <laughs> I'm being stitched up live on air. Honestly, yeah, Graham did slaughter me for my incorrect grammar. Right, Dave, say say the say the name again. Spence. Spence. Um, six, I think, a good, actually a good addition, but then anything has got to be better than playing Chambers at right back. So David Diamond. Seven, like him, like him going forward. Perhaps, I think Stat said earlier, can get a bit caught, perhaps ball watching or caught, caught out, you know, maybe um, position wise perhaps. But um, I like him on the ball going forward, yeah, but he's a right back, so. Six, he's not Josh Emmanuel. I'll give him a six as well, but to my earlier point, six when we probably expected a four. Mm-hmm. So, net yeah, gain for yeah, me. Yeah, good hey? for you, yeah. Good for me. Um, Josh Emmanuel, uh, 11 starts and some appearances at left back as well a couple of times. Um, Josh yeah, Emmanuel, no, that was a weird one for us, wasn't it? Bringing him on as a left back just because um, I think he was having a bit, Kenlock was having a bit of a hard time. So he brings a right back on and plays him left back. Um, anyway. You got a rating for us? Yeah, all right, all right. <laughs> Settle pedal. Um, <laughs> I've forgotten who we talked about now. Oh, oh, us uh, we have to remind Graham every now and again. Six. Yeah. Six. six. Yeah. Uh, Dave, Josh Emmanuel. Um, seven, I'd say. Josh Emmanuel, seven. Um, do you know what? I think Josh Emmanuel, just given uh, look at, looking at his, his, his overall build and things like that, I think he's got, he'd probably make a really decent right-sided centre-back. Do you, honest, do, you honest, think, do you think he's got it up top and the reading of the game? That seems to have been the issue. Yeah, it? maybe with an experienced, uh, with a Chambers or something. I mean, whenever I, I see about Bramble, though, whenever, whenever I see him, how many, games did, how many Premier League games did Titus Bramble play? Stat, quickly. Come on, 397. Something like that. Yeah. Most, was he like the, played the most Premier League games by an English-born player, never to get a full cap, but anyway. Called Titus. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Called Titus, who's also doing the cycle. I've mentioned a cycle ride. He's also on that tomorrow, by the way. Yeah, um, I tell you, I'd get behind him. There's going to be a, a lot, uh, of, lot yeah, of wind. He's going to th- block for you. I think it's quick. Yeah. I think oh, it's okay. quick. Yeah. Um, who are we talking about? Manual, no? Yeah, Manual. Um, what did I say? Seventh. Yeah, yeah. Just picking up on your point about Titus Bramble. Remember, he started off as a forward. He did. He did. Yeah, yeah. I remember watching him at the youth team, and did. you know, George Burley converted him, and obviously George didn't get everything right. Um, yeah, Josh Emmanuel. I'm giving him a seven because he could be the the, the future of Ipswich. And he's not Luke Chambers at right back. Yeah, he looks really good. I'll, I'll give him a. I'll give him a six because I, I. When Dave and I have discussed this, we expected uh, Emmanuel to be ahead of of Kenlock. We expected it to be the other way around. Well, don't forget, he made his debut first game of season before last. Brentford. Brentford. Yeah. Yeah. Set up the goal yeah. for. Brentford. Yeah. Um, but it seems that maybe it's just opportunity. But it seems that Kenlock's just a bit more switched on in terms of decision making than. Emmanuel. Yeah, he's, Emmanuel seems to switch off, which Mick wouldn't like. No. And, and like whenever I see him, whenever he does play, Chambers is in his ear all the time. So. Yes. Um, Emir Hughes, 13 starts, three goals, one assist, extrapolated over a 46-game season. That would make 11 goals and four assists um, if he would, were to play a whole season at that 
standard. And what do you think of Hughes? I would was was thinking of giving him an eight, but I'm going to give him a seven simply because he hey, he does fade from games occasionally. Yeah, he does, doesn't he? Yeah, fair point, Dave. Um, Hey, I like I like him. I take your point. He does, but I I just like him. I think he's he's, he's he always he's always looking forward. He looks really good on the ball. I quite like those left footed players. We haven't got any of those. He looks very comfortable on the ball. Always looking forward. Doesn't really waste the pass. Yeah, he's, he, you're right, Graham. He is. He does in and out of games. But um, yeah, and I hope we sign him. I think mm. it'll be a great addition if we can sign him. Lucky to think. Yeah, eight for me, and I think it has to be the most realistic number one transfer target for I me. Think so yeah. Yeah, I would have gone eight. I agree with what Graham says. There's just a couple. Of, you say he's gone missing. There's a couple of games he hasn't actually Absolutely. appeared. Yeah, not appeared, um, yeah. yeah. But yeah, the, the first few games, Reading and Villa, yeah, and really he looked very yeah. really yeah. good. The new Gareth Bale, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'll give him a give him a seven. <laughs> um, right, Tumani <clears throat> Di Agaraga, ten starts. Graham, I liked him. Poor old boy, never got enough games, did he? Because of the skews thing. Um, <laughs> that's hard, isn't it? I, uh, six, I suppose, but I'd yeah. like to give him more. Yeah, six. Statman, I was, I was still looking. Um, uh, yeah, I'll give him a six. But I, I was just thinking, then, you know, didn't his run when he when he first came in the team wasn't it interrupted? Could we then played Leeds? I think. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Leeds and then he got skews back in. And he got an injury. Yeah, he, I think you're right. Yeah, he did six. Yeah, I, I was a bit disappointed in the end because I thought he was really good, but I yeah. think it might have just been. Anyone other than Skews and just seeing something mm. different. I, I sound like I'm contrary. I'll go. I'll go five because I was just expecting someone to really push Skews, and there do, wasn't. I do actually agree with Mick. There's not much in it with those two. I think um, Diago Raga might be slightly better, but oh, he's Diago Raga. Diago Raga certainly gives a better, bigger physical presence. Yeah, and Skews. he g- gets the ball forward and drives forward where Skews doesn't. Basically. Kiefer Roberto Francisco Moore, eleven sub appearances, totaling one hundred and ninety six minutes. Um, yeah, can I start instead, yeah. of, instead of giving him a number? Can I give him a, a letter? <laughs> yeah, go and on. my letter is Y. <laughs> why? Why on earth have we signed him? I've no idea. Two, Dave Kiefer Sutherland Dudley, as I like to call him. <laughs> more. Um, it just does, I just don't know what what exactly was he brought. What's, what have we seen in him? Apparently, yeah. did we not play Yeovil like three or four seasons ago? And apparently, he came on. He didn't even start the game. He came on for like ten minutes and like bullied Berrer or something and hit the post or something like that. I mean, he doesn't. He's uh, three. Oh, nothing more to add, really. GB three simply because he can win the ball in the air, but it'll go to no one. Can he? But he doesn't. That's no, the thing. No, he doesn't yeah. punch his. For me, he doesn't punch his way. Well, yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a hard one. He, I think even, it's over. It's two point something aerials one per game. I don't know the stat, but that's over a hundred nights, and he doesn't. There's a lot of balls seem to when, go his way. And yeah, when I've seen one. him, when I've seen him play, which is pretty much at home, I think he came on against Villarreal. He seems to like get miss time. His Joe. He's just not quite up to the. Maybe because he's coming on a sub and he's not up to the pace of the Possibly, game. Yeah. You know, but he seems to miss time. Well, and stuff. he's gone from header at Forest was a panorama. We, we hasn't did this last week, didn't I? We're a great bit of play by Ward, and the ball comes across, and he's like eight yards out. Because, but he doesn't attack the ball. Yeah. He, he just, almost sort of just yeah. nodded it into the ground and bounced up to the keeper. But for me, I kind of when I look at Kiefer Moore, I think it's like you know you've got an English GCSE language class or literature class and then what they've done they've got some student from a primary school to come up and they said right okay you Kiefer can you lead on the um, Shakespeare and what your analogy of it was and he's like well I don't know I'm kind of out of my depth and that's what I see yeah um, I'll go for a three um, oh god Leon B 
best. Let's keep this brief. Five starts, right. six stubs. Can I just say, his aerial, um, other than Murphy, was the best of the forwards. I his actually, aerial I, wins. I actually think Leon Best is quite a talented player, but he's obviously got major problems because he's had so many clubs and he doesn't yeah. seem to get on with people. So, um, three. Yeah, I'll go with three. Going with two. Nothing Bad right. attitude. Linking away. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll go with three. I don't think he's any worse than more. Um, Tommy Smith, um, only six starts, injured most of the year. Six. Dave? Yeah, just on this season, six. I think he's going to... Um, he's Now, Berra is obviously going. He could be a key... Good point. He's going to be a key player for us, I think. Statman? Yeah, I'll go for six. He played 39 less... or well, started 39 less league games this season than he did, so it kind of gave an impact. Else, um, and... He's got his testimonial coming up, I think. Incredible. Isn't it? Yeah. Well, he came through the academy, didn't he? Yeah. Leads away when he did his back, didn't he? Nasty yeah. back operation. Yeah. So. yeah, I'll go for six as well. Um, Johnny Williams, one start, seven <laughs> subs. Let's go to Statman. <laughs> Great. Four. All right, three. No, four. What did yeah. I give Brew? He's about as good as Brew and... No, Brew, Brew made 14 starts and got a goal and an assist. Douglas. No, you're right. I've moderated my scores, <laughs> and I'm now going to give him a three. What a waste of money. It, it's, it's such a typical one, because we're doing it over this season, aren't we? Yes, we are. Surely this season. Nothing so. to do with the Euros. No, so he's, he's a yeah. four, and he's got to be, because, sorry, Gray, he just is. Yeah. Graham has actually <laughs> that's left. Best, that's is. the best answer. Sorry, Graham. He just is. Just is. Graham had a deep sigh, he looked at me and said, Where, where's my support? What but you're can't... not saying he couldn't be an eight for someone else Oh, next for God's season. sake, yeah. you know, yeah. fantastic potential there, but I just never think he's going to ever realise it because he's just one of these players. He's just going to be unlucky with injuries. Graham, Graham's sitting here counting on his fingers working what score he can give him <laughs> for him to win this. So I think it's uh, right. I've worked it out. Yeah. I've done it. <laughs> 4,800. <laughs> 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 sounds like Joe used to watch yeah. Top Gear. That sounds like him, um, Clarkson, um, scoring James, um, yeah, James May. Johnny Williams. Uh, no, I, I honestly sorry. do think he that he will come back and bite us on the arse with some club, unless he's in the Premiership, because I honestly think he's that good. But as you say, this season, nothing. He's not been played. Uh, even when he was fit, he hasn't been played. So that's McCarthy's fault. Thank you. Uh, four. <laughs> one, one start. Three, surely. Yeah. yeah, I'm not saying he's not a good yeah, player. I, I, I have yeah. no problem yeah, yeah. with marking yeah. him down. Uh, yeah, because... I, yeah, we should in in with hindsight should never have signed him injured, should we? And hindsight is a wonderful thing. It is. Andre Dizel, I've got your stats now. Five starts, one sub. What have you used as a sub? Um, Graham Blackburn, Andre Dizel. What a lovely player. He is a lovely player. Another firm to buttocked young man. No, I mean, he, he, he's. I think he's going to be a good player. He's When he started, he's not done that brilliantly. He had a great sub appearance against, was it Bristol City? Yeah, he's great, wasn't he? Yeah. Superb and made a goal from what I remember. Um, I think you'd probably is, do that again, wouldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, hardly played, so... For six, mainly on potential. Okay. David yeah, I'd, Diamond. I'd go on six. He's just a bit lightweight. Lovely player, lovely, lovely looking footballer. Well, again, but it might be a bit Owen Garvin type, you know, that left foot and how, you know, how he moves and stuff like that. Um, probably going to be hopefully better than Owen Garvin, but um, just a bit lightweight still. But, six, you know, yeah. some of these players go away pre season, come back. You know, get hit the gym and stuff. Yeah, a bit light for me, but yeah, good potentially all there. Are we are we scoring on potential now or last? Well, I'm going to go with a four, and and I totally agree. He he shouldn't be starting games. You know that Mick should be 
bringing him into games towards the end and giving him 20 minutes here or stuff like that. Um, watched him in the under-23s again against Sheffield Wednesday. Game just passed him by. And I, I really would... Maybe a, maybe a loan for Dizelle mm. next season. Mm. I just... Sorry, go For go instance, ahead. I think one of them... Did he not start? I mean, if ever there was a game for him not to start, it was like Huddersfield, Huddersfield away. away. Yeah. Oh, Wigan away. Yeah. Fulham at home. It's, yeah. it's hardly like he... Fulham at home, OK. You could, but I think McDonald's... Yeah, but come on. Yeah. They okay, ran but, rings around yeah, the... Well, exactly, okay, yeah. but, but, though, but physically, those, those two... Wigan away, Huddersfield away, not the games for him no. to start. And um, I think McCarthy admitted so afterwards. Yeah, I, I agree with all, all what you've said, really. I'll, I'll give him a five, but... The, the bloke genuinely could be a game changer if he's managed oh, in the correct yeah. way. Yeah. It just, there was just a bit in the Rotherham game. I know the Rotherham away game was terrible. They went 4-2-3-1 and he played as one of the deep line. And I'm like, man, all this stuff I moan about, about us being able, not being able to pass the ball through the face, he can do all of it. He's, oh, yeah. And I contend that he's the best passer at the club yeah. on the basis that McGoldrick has to take the ball and shift the guys out of the way and then pass it. Whereas if you give Dazelle the ball feet, just foot, yeah. anywhere on the pitch, yeah, yeah. he's brilliant passing, no, you know, yeah, absolutely yeah. superb. Sally's, Sally's and he boy. needs to be really, really well managed <laughs> and he could be a great player, yeah, really Sally's good boy. player. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I, I agree with you, Statman. Just drip him in, you know. Yeah. So what if we're losing? So what if it's a hard game? How is he going to learn anything? Yeah. We in, in music, we have a saying that a gig is worth 10 rehearsals. Yeah, we you do. know, you learn so much more from <laughs> just, just get in there, you know. Um, Danny Rowe, two starts, two sub appearances. Yeah, see, he, I think he should have played more games. He's, he's looked quite good in the few cameos he's made. Um, five, simply because he hasn't played enough. But I think he's a good little player. David Diamond. I agree with all that. But again, I think, he, didn't he not pick up an injury? And again, yeah, did he yeah, not yeah. come injured as well yeah. with a slight injury? So again, difficult one. But yeah, I, I think, again, he could be... Useful for us next season. Up five from what he's from this season. Is that man five for me? And again, you know, picking up what David was saying that yeah, another player that's injured. I do wonder whether Mick sits at home and one of his <laughs> favourite um, TV shows is Animal Hospital or something like that, and he thinks, oh, I like a bit of a waif and stray. I'll see if I can find a player that's kind of injured and nurse him back. A bit worried. Rolf Harris is going to get a mention anytime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll give him a five is, as well. I think he could possibly be a game changer as well because in that division, how many players? do you see, who can get the ball marked wide 30 yards out and then 10 seconds later... Ben has, ben a, has described him as a championship Aiden Ro- I did Robin. not... No, I said that the move he Robin likes to like, do yeah, from Robin right like. to left is what Robin does yeah. extremely well at a much back. higher level. That is what you but said. But I don't think you see that many players who can who can actually do that. And, yeah. you know, if it's a one-trick bony, so what? Stick him, stick him out wide, you yeah. know, as... Cover him behind like, him, like him. get him like the ball him. and say, look, drive inside and you'll get goals from that, won't you? Yeah. Not many sentences you get. was passionate for yeah. Danny Rowe, wasn't yeah, it? That's right. <laughs> the last one. I right, we're, we're going to go to um, our friends. Hang at... on. You say the last one? Yeah. Oh, come on. Are we gonna, if we're going to do it properly, oh. you, you haven't listed Luke Varney. No, Luke Varney's listed... not at the club anymore. He's sold. Stephen Taylor? Um, only played um, only played oh, just over 100 minutes and what 100 minutes we've never been behind when Stephen Taylor's been playing yeah I, he was a complete breach for me you know what? he, he was at Portland Timbers 2 hey the numbers don't lie when he's uh, on the pitch we were brilliant let, let's just throw in then Connor, Connor Grant don't care whatever happened oh, to him yeah, yeah that's right yeah. But, but, but people will be sitting there listening to this thing yeah. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about yeah, him yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Tom Lawrence happened yeah Paul, Paul Digby Diggers yeah he's he started gone. the league you know? and Dean Gherkin, he started a couple of league matches. Saved a pen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
it's going to maybe start a lot more next season. Yeah, yeah, yeah when he's Bart's replacement. Extended. Yeah. And something else about that, I'm talking about that, I see that young Crow, Michael Crow's also had his contract extended yeah. as well. He's like the third keeper, so... Mm. Do you want to know what the I added the scores are? Narrative. Up. So in third place, Hughes. Second place, Lawrence. First place, Bart. Shock. Well, shock, shock, shock. Let's go to the ITFC Bible um, and see if the lovely people yeah. on Twitter agree with us. So thanks again to ITFC Bible and thanks to them for all season doing the points prediction stuff, which has become a segment on the show. So the first poll was player of the season with 1% Grant Ward, with 9%. Tom Lawrence with 89%. Bartosz Białkowski. Do you not agree that he's slightly overrated? 89%. That's a landslide, isn't it? Wow. You you are in the minority. I'm in the 9%, aren't I? I Uh, But you you spoke about it last week, lads, and I was there nodding my head saying, yeah, I tell you what, when your keeper wins player of the season, you've had a rubber season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Best defender. This is interesting, going back to what we were saying. With 5%, Miles Kenlock. 13%, Adam Webster. Uh, 30%, Christoph Berra. 52% said Luke Chambers is Ipswich Town's best defender. Uh, we went with all of our defenders. We all, they all got 27. <laughs> they're all yeah. much they're all, of a much. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Best like. midfielder. Um, with 19% tied, Cole Skews and Grant Ward. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> and the winner, with 58%, Loney of 13 games, Emir Hughes. Hughes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was a 4% um, other, which are, was are all votes for Jonathan Douglas. <laughs> that some people thought that Emir Hughes was only three times better than Cole Skews. <laughs> yes. And, exactly that, right. and that Ward <laughs> is the same as Cole Skews. That, I'm just reading what the results were. Best attacker, uh, Freddie Sears, 6%. David McGoldrick, 7%. Tom Lawrence, 86%. <laughs> not quite on the bar level, but mm-hmm. there we go. Goal of the season, mm. uh, Brett Pittman overhead kick, 5% at Bristol. Yeah. Uh, tied, Jonas Knudsen away at Norwich wow. and Tom Lawrence away at Sheffield Wednesday, 15%. In second place, Tom Lawrence, Preston away, mm. 25% and the winner was Tom Lawrence QPR away 33%. Um, anyone got anything to say about that? Because I disagree with that. I like Brett Pittman's goal. I like, yeah, an, overhead, uh, like an overhead kick. Um, just the Lawrence, we, we say this on, on our part, yeah. the Lawrence run against Preston, I always look at it, uh, what is the percentage chance of a goal when he receives like, the ball? Yeah, He's on the bloody touchline with three defenders between him and the goal. I'm not sure they're beating the QPR, that should have got more, oh, that should, sorry, that's everyone's choice, but yeah, that, that should be closer to that, I think. Yeah. And Yo- Jonas, Jonas against Norwich, was that home or away? away? away. away. Yeah. That's but, a great goal. It's all right. Loads of passing. Yeah. Spence uh, hanging actually, up the yeah, crowd. No, right. That was a good the, goal. The, the well, yeah. yeah. construction of the goal, wasn't I put it, it yeah. in there just because a lot of them are just Tom Lawrence thunder bastards. Uh, you I, know, I, I can see it. it is. Yeah. And I genuinely like... I, I love the QPR goal with posting in. and Lovely ball by Skews and a turn away and through. Mm. I always think there's an element of luck with when you just spank it at the goal as hard as you can. Whereas the Preston goal or the Sheffield Wednesday goal, he's very deliberately... Yeah. I love that. watching that Sheffield Wednesday goal. Yeah. That's yeah. a brilliant goal, yeah. It yeah. reminds me a little bit of um, Diego Maradona versus England in 1986 <laughs> World Cup, apart from the handball at the end, but where he, where, he starts, <laughs> where he starts with the ball on the halfway line and where he runs. Most potential, category number six, uh, with 1%, Grant Ward. With 3%, tied, Ted Bishop and Josh Emmanuel. 13%, 
Miles Kenlock, 16%. Andre Dezel, 63% say Adam Webster mm. is the Ipswich Town player with most potential. What do we mm. think? I think I think Ward should have been rated, rated a bit higher. And I was about to say I think it's a bit harsh on Ward, but I wonder yeah. whether they think I, that he's got his potential. Yeah, I think yeah, I don't okay, think people see him, yeah, as a, see him as yeah. an established. Yeah. Who put who put that list together? Me. And he shouldn't have put him in there then. <laughs> sorry. If, if you're gonna if you're gonna stitch him up so he gets one percent, shouldn't have put him in there, Ben. <laughs> I'm sorry, Stat man. I just put the young guys in there. You know, I was yeah. gonna put Pera in there, but I didn't. Um, should we take a break, guys, or should we keep going? Yeah, Let's keep, keep going. going. Let's keep going. Right, I've got three things left to talk about. I've got Marcus Evans, I've got Mick McCarthy, and I've got next season. Can we try and stay on topic and keep them separate? Right. So let's. Um, someone put their hand up. Who wants to go on Marcus Evans first? I will. Statman, Marcus Evans. Where do we stand now in 2017? 18. Talk to me about five-point plans. Talk to me about season ticket sales, investment, and give me a bit of a comparison with uh, previous years and um, where we stand now as opposed to, say, under Jewel, under Keen, etc. Go. The only thing I can say about Marcus Evans is get out of my club. I think when, when he joined in 2007, we were all really interested and thought that we were going to go in the right place. I'm just going to put the dinner on, guys, yeah? I'll see yeah. you back in 30 minutes. I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep this brief, as, as brief as a stint that I'd like him to hey, stay at the club now. You, know, you um, say what you need to say, man. He, he's, he's sending the club backwards. He's gone through a process of managers where he's backed them. Then he's um, held, the tight, held the purse strings tight. You know, he did that with Roy Keane and then, and then Paul Jewell. And he's done it with Mick McCarthy. And the one thing I would say about McCarthy is that, you know, he has had to shop around in the bargain basement. I'm not quite sure... Why that is? Whether he wants to pluck another Tyrone Mings and say that he can he can still do that, but everything that is wrong about the club, you know, we're, we're lo- losing another two thousand season tickets uh, this season. We lost one thousand last season. What is actually happening? There isn't a great deal that's happening. He bought the academy playing ground. I've no idea what that's about. He just does not seem interested. He needs to fully back Mick McCarthy because McCarthy's staying. He needs to fully back him or he needs to leave. Because, you know, if you look at us sitting around here, we've watched many, many games for a long, long time and we all feel incredibly passionate about the club. And, Marcus and Danny Evans, Rowe, in my case. Yeah, exactly, Danny Rowe, yeah. <laughs> and Marcus Evans just does not share that interest anymore. Before we go any further with this, can, can, does this purely just boil down to investment? Yeah, because I think the other stuff, I think everyone would shut up and like him if he invested if he invested money. Is that really just the only factor? If he was putting money in, I know he'll argue that he is putting money in um, to, you know, for running costs. That's what he'd argue. Well, what was that um, phrase in, in the film, um, The Usual Suspects, where they said, you know, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was to convince people that he never existed. And I think the greatest trick that Marcus Evans is, is pulling is to say, yeah, I'm constantly investing £6 million. This is what's needed to keep the club afloat. You know what? People say, oh, we've got to be careful. We could be like a Sheffield United, who now are back in our league. Points, against, Dave. Yeah, back in our league. They went down to League One. But I tell you what... Um, He's he's no interest. Six million pounds. I'd rather him just say, "I'll tell you what, I'm off, and we'll see what happens." And I tell you what, I don't think we'd be in any worse position in five years' time, whether we had him at the helm or not. Dave, <laughs> um, it's a, I, I don't know. It's it's a really odd one. It's a really hard one as well. There's clearly just no investment going into the club from what I can see from top to bottom of the whole club, meaning the academy. Um, from what I I know one or two people from within the club I think people are leaving you know back, back, you know, backroom staff are leaving the club um, I, I'm not from what I understand apparently it's not a really happy place to be anymore um, 
I just don't get what the plan is. Um, you know, who's and who, well, who's gonna who is realistically gonna come in and 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 buy it really? I, I just I don't know. I yeah, stats pretty much covered it. I think for me. If you, if you're listening and you want to put together a consortium or whatever, then <laughs> yeah. that that's what we need to do. And you're spot on. There, there are some there are some good ex forwards who are at the academy and stuff like that who are just going to leave. You know, that they, they they are just. Um, Shocked at what things are, how things are happening yeah. there and stuff like that. Um, th- this this can't continue. Let's be honest. If you if you follow me on Twitter and I give Mick McCarthy a right cane, but let's be honest, most of you expect me to, so I do it anyhow. But realistically, it's not about him. He's done. He's done all right. I can't we'll go more we'll than come that. To him yeah, in a minute. but it is Marcus Evans. Marcus it's Evans, still, who is for me, it all harps back, and I've banged on it about it on the pod before. It's two years ago, two and a half years. Crikey, was it really two? Three, or you know, 2014-15, Come January the first, or in that transfer when they were sitting second in the league. Um, all right, just got beat by Derby, I think. Whatever, unluckily, and just no investment then. I just didn't get it. Why not? Why not then make the big push then? And even last, he made loads so, of money. Out and of even, it. and even, yeah. sorry, not this season, season before to a degree as well. Same sort of thing, you know, just total lack of investment and and no real ambition to get to take it further. I, I just don't know. Graham can't add much to that. I think um, I know we're going to talk about Mick in a minute, but. Uh, I do sometimes think Mick enjoys the challenge of not having any yeah. money, so I'm wondering how much he is pushing Marcus to get more money. I think he will now. Um, and obviously this other thing with the season tickets at the end of last season, or the end of the season, just gone, where apparently, and this I've heard this from loads of sources, that he completely overruled the board. The board actually, you know, when it, people A and Mill get a lot of stick, but uh, mm. I, I, from what I understand, he was for dropping season ticket prices and all sorts of incentives. And completely overruled by Marcus. So, and as someone on my show last week said, he called him a dictator. He said, and "That's the problem." He said, and "Now he's falling out. The fans are falling out of love with him. Well, if they're ever in love with him anyway." And I think that's a big. There's a big disconnect. He, a big, they were when he first came. There's oh, a big disconnect. Carrow Road God waving sake. a twenty-pound note yeah, saying exactly. how rich we are and yeah, stuff like that. Exactly. Right. Yeah. There's a major disconnect, isn't there? Yeah. Not only between us and McCarthy, but between. I think the, the thing that we've boiled it down to when we've debated it, uh, Dave and I, is. Burley didn't have truckloads of money, but what he made um, by good management, by putting players in, getting them to play well and then selling them, what he made, he got back. You sell Kieran Dyer, you then buy Jermaine Wright, Gary Croft, yeah. Marcus Stewart. They've got their bingo cards today, haven't yeah. they? There's a few on Twitter. So, um, and if Mick, yeah. I strongly believe if Mick had been given Mings and Murphy money, even half of it, yeah. I think we'd be in quite... Well, hang on, well, that was it, different, it, wasn't he? I, I thought he did because Ian Milne said all the money would be invested back in, you know, that we got from the sales of, of them. However, I know we haven't yet moved into Mick McCarthy. Let, let's go. Do you want to go there now? Okay, yeah. I do think if we if, seamless link there that um, <laughs> some of the money from Murphy and, and Mings and stuff have been wasted on useless loanees. Johnny Williams, we shouldn't be buying people like that. I'm just saying, you know. I we, think we, Dave we, might be able to smarten you up on it. I think they would have been insured against his injury. I don't think they'd have wasted. I think probably they a would. lot. Would of... that be third-party fire and theft? <laughs> I, I did think about stealing them at I some point during the season. He would be fully yeah. comp. Yeah. I think he would be fully. <laughs> but Mick comp. McCarthy, what have we got down there? What Although there would have been a loan fee. I, yeah, I it's take very it hard to set fire uh, to Yeah, let's class. go to Mick McCarthy. Um, what next for him? Um, can we talk about his squad building? Style of play, in-game tactics, and 
acquisitions. I'm, I'm going to keep this brief. What, what's next for him? He's got one year left of his contract. I think you know we're, we're realistically going to say this is going to be his last season with Ipswich unless he does something meteoric. Um, Meteorically good or bad? Good. Well, he's not going to go, is he? How, how many how many bullets has he dodged? Blimey, I tell you, he's, he's been here for a long time. Um, squad building. Well, he's now deconstructing the squad that that he kind of built. Um, he, he's with us. I, I've kind of come to terms with that, and uh, obviously, I haven't. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me just have my two penneth before you guys come in. Um, the point I was going to make is acquisitions, I think, have been good. I think Sears was a good signing. Ward was a good signing. Lawrence and Fraser, the loans, he's had good eyes for them. For Webster's, what he's paid for. Webster's been a good signing for Ward. For, for, for every one, one of those players, there's eight balance Bajners and stuff like that. They're, yeah, but he doesn't tend to... The ones he's actually spent more than, you know, two pence on have been good. Something. And I Webster think, and Grant Ward, last summer, when he bought those, I thought, this is brilliant, you know. Yeah. And that's what I'm expecting from him. I'm yeah. hoping, you know... Younger players, they spend half a million, three quarters of a million here and there and get some of these players. Um, I think he's moving in the right direction, but let's be honest, the um, the Jurassic era lasted longer than, uh, it was shorter than the Mick McCarthy era at Ipswich. He's just hung <laughs> around for way too long. At some point, he will become extinct. Can we talk about style of play and in-game management? That's That's been bad, hasn't it? That's, I think overall, Ben, I think, and I don't think the others perhaps hopefully will agree that that has been the biggest issue this season has been the style of play, especially at home, for Christ's sake. It's been, some certain games have been and awful. Dave, you know. from the moment that Murphy left mm. was August the 27th, it took him till January the 2nd to get to the 3-5-2 and yeah. find, it took him three months of not scoring any goals and not getting any points uh, uh, to come up Right, this is the system we're now going to play. And that's gone 4-2-3-1 and 4-3-3 and all sorts. And I know we mock Sean Dyche sometimes on here or Gary Monk. I know exactly what system they're going to play. All the players do. They know where they're going, what they're doing, you know, focal point. Anyway, sorry, Dave, go ahead. Um, and uh, uh, Graham touched on it earlier. There's been there, these yeah, the games though where you've gone away, you know, you've gone away from Portman Road this season and, and thought, yeah, you know, I really quite enjoy. You know, you look forward to the, you know, look forward to going back the next game. And not saying us who are going to go anyway, but the casual supporter and the games like like at Reading when you said, you know, mm. you were in the pub after, so, yeah, I felt really good. I know we didn't win, but yeah. and there were, those games are few and far between. Absolute and some of the stuff, and they some of the often stuff followed then by. Uh, by a Lincoln or by a oh, okay. you, know, you, you can't say Newcastle Rotherham's not a good analogy because they made but do you know what I mean often changes. followed by yeah nothing. I kind of yeah. have to, I kind of have to disagree a little bit because um, the style of play at times has clearly been in transition and there have been times when I've sat down there and watched it and think the ball's on the ground a lot more you know we, we spent yeah, three we, we spent three months playing with Murphy up front even though Murphy wasn't up front <laughs> yeah, and then right. when he realised that I kind of watched it and thought. You know, we, the number of times you'd hear the fans go hoof and stuff like that, and mindless balls just to the to the corners. And um, I think that there is a transition, but Mick's not the man to make that transition. He, he's kidding us if he thinks that this is the style of play that he's always going to play with. But I, but I think he has made the effort to kind of play some better football at times. To give him credit. I, th- I think we have done. I think some of that's down to certain players he has got in, like Hughes, for instance. Yeah. Hughes coming in the midfield. He's a, he's a proper footballer. He likes yeah. to get the ball down and play. So that's made a, that has made a difference. But it was, you know, that was quite a fair way, obviously, obviously yeah. into the season. And even last week at Forest, okay, it was a bit of an odd game because it was you know, obviously Forest need to win, and you know, and maybe they were obviously edgy. But I thought first half, you know, some of the yeah. football we played was yeah. good stuff. 
good stuff. And, you know, I said to my lads, I was watching with my lads, I said, yeah, this is really nice. You know, we're keeping the ball in the deck. We're actually keeping possession yeah. of the ball. Yeah. We're not just, and, and we were keeping possession of the ball in good areas as well. We weren't passing, you know, chambers across the barrow and back again. You know, we weren't just passing across the back four. You know, we were passing the ball through midfield and very, you know, OK, we, that, that lasted up to a point till we conceded the penalty. So, yeah, I, I agree with Stat that changes have, you can see what he's trying to do. It's just having, I, the, it's having the tools to do um, it. Uh, can I make a musical analogy? Um, you, you, you go and you play gigs and you have to play Brown Eyed Girl and it's really boring and awful, <laughs> but goes down really well and you know it's going to work. And then you moan to the guy, can we play some new songs, right? And you play a new song and the audience are a bit cold. And the next thing he does, Brown Eyed Girl, Brown Eyed yeah. Girl <laughs> and he's straight back to what he knows is what he knows is going to work that bores the hell out of me. And I think, I think Mick's got that default position of, right, full-backs, Get back, defenders, no risks on the ball. Scoos, sit where you are. Do not get caught on the ball, ever. Just sit where you are. Um, let's get the ball ahead of the team and push up slow. I think that's the... That's any- I, I, I think more than anything, this close season is massive for our football club. It really, really is. Let's just Christ. have Graham on Mick and then we'll come back to you on next season, Dave. I've, yeah? I've just woken up. Um. <laughs> he is awful, isn't he? Yeah, well, he has a nap. It's just his age. He is, that's why he does a thirty-minute show on Naked. Yeah, <laughs> we all want, we all want an hour, and he won't give I, it to us. I can't, I can't you were do the only hour. person who asked if you like, have a blanket across their legs. <laughs> we haven't got one. Where did you get one? I had my thermos filled. I flask. Um, yeah. No, I, actually, I agree with everything Ben says. For a start, I mean, he does, he has an eye, an eye for a good player, and most of the players he gets in, and that does include Johnny Williams when he's fit, um, have been really good players. Sorry, who's going to get the last word in this? Fight, but. Uh, but like you say, it's just like this dinosaur tactics. Of, I didn't of, say dinosaur. No, I, 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 I just said that. that. But it's, it's like he's scared. He's always matching up against other teams. He has his favourites. He's going to play them regardless. And if it means playing Chambers out of position, he's going to play him. And Skews, just well, we've said all that. Yeah, I totally agree with you. He's, it's his tactics more than anything. And then, like you say, he then even after a good win, he'll revert to type again. And yeah. Next. It's in his nature, isn't it? It's in his nature. Mm. Mm. Next season, let's quickly, and then we'll we'll wrap this up. So enjoy the next however many minutes, because no it. more. This is yeah. the season. Oh, oh God. This is it. What's going to happen next season, Dave? What are your I would hopes like, and I mean, expectations? Whether, whether we will see it, I would like, I must admit, if we can start the season with the spine of the team being Bart, Webster, Hughes... A another <laughs> well McGoldrick fit anyway McGoldrick fit so the spine of the team that would be for me that would be a, a decent start uh, there's got to be doubts really whether Bart will still be here um, just going on I don't know just going on well, well, apparently well, I can't believe Wolves, that Wolves, yeah. Yeah, Wolves. I, I can't believe no. that yeah, what, what well we? unless they offer well, they're throwing money a shit loads of money apparently then I don't think the, anyone would begrudge him I know, I know, you know. for a fact um, yeah, he's, he's really settled here by my missus looks after his kids at, at school at lunchtime. They, they said they're you know, really happy here. Seeing everything seems fine in that respect. Um, but a big summer. And, and basically, let's just hope that, as Stat said, the purse strings are released somewhat and he can spend some decent money on... You know, if we can pick up another equivalent of another Webster and Ward in the close season, brilliant. You know, young English players, fantastic. But, um, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one. And... What will be progress next year? I mean, you're not going to say playoffs, but again, progress is, is going to be if we can get top 10 next year, then that's going to be it is progress. Now, isn't it? We, yeah. So, where we are, mate, it's where we are, and it's going to get. I know you say that every year, you know, you've got the likes of Sheffield United coming up, Bolton coming up. These are potentially, not potentially, they are, you know, big, you know, big team, big clubs. Um, 
I don't know if Sheffield not Bradford, Bolt, Bradford Sheffield and Bolton Bolt must have been high on your um, yeah. hated list, weren't they? Brad, did, Bradford yeah. and Millwall in Brad, the yeah, Bradford, in the, yeah. Bradford and Millwall, and, and, and let aside, you know, you got Sunderland's Middlesbrough, Middlesbrough. all the way. Oh, it's going to just get. It's a cliche. It's just going to get harder and bloody harder. We just but, we we are the one. We are the one constant, deno- yeah. constant denominator, yeah. aren't we? Why is it always harder for us? You know, other teams seem, well, seem to manage it. I don't it. know. Yeah. How, why is that? Yeah. Why do teams yeah. suddenly find Fulham? Yeah. Well, Fulham signed Johansson and Kearney, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Kanovic as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 23 points off the playoffs this season is the, the biggest gap since we, we were relegated from the Premier League in 2002. It's a long way to... I mean, I think also, what's the atmosphere, Christ almighty, what's the mm. atmosphere going to be like there next season? With Well, already they're saying they're 2,000 down, yeah. which brings it to how many? Less than 10, I think. I think it's nine-something. Yeah. But, you know, Mick McCarthy said earlier in the season, he said, I won't be walking up the track if there's like 10,000 people yeah, he here. he did. Um, but he's going to ignore that, a bit like his must-win games. Um, <laughs> for, for me, um, I think we're probably going to finish... In about the same position uh, next season, I think we're sorry about that. I don't think I can really see any any changes. But the difference is, and, and David is right about you know it's a huge, you know, close season. Who do we bring in? My concern is about our failings. And I don't know who the failing is with, but to land the big signings. Yeah, you know who the Marley Watkins, Hugo, and stuff like that. Um, Again, with Marley Watkins, you now yeah. he's now been linked to Celtic. Yeah, well, sorry, we're gone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're out of that. We kind of we kind of missed the boat. What yeah. do I hope for next season? Well, I hope at some point that I get in this. You could be waiting for a full house here. I'm waiting for my Morris Stein Ipswich Town <laughs> scarf to come out because uh, that was probably one of the highlights for me that we were going to have some Dutch consortium we were going to buy us and you know this young up and coming manager who you know didn't really didn't rule himself in or out, which we you know particularly liked. Um, you know what I hope? Uh, Sunderland start off badly. David Moyes gets sacked. <laughs> Who does Sunderland look for? Mick's done it before. Yeah, you're, you're well, right yeah, about that. And everybody, everybody will be happy. Mick's gone on. He thinks, all right, I've done a good job. The Mick out has gone. You know, we're not paying any compensation or whatever. That That's what I hope. I mean, it may just be we just have to forgo, as Stat said to a degree there, another season of pain. One more yeah. season of pain, then he's gone. Yeah. One more season of pain, we stay up, we finish in a similar position. All right, we might have by the time the next season. Well, no, Mick goes, and, and you know you get someone else in like this Dutch guy. Perhaps, yeah, automatically you do add another two thousand seasons. New beginning, yeah. new new shoots of recovery. Yeah, totally agree. I think um, pretty much agree with everyone. Unusually, um, been un- we have been unlucky with injuries both the last two seasons, and the, the injuries yeah, we've had have always been the players that do make the Key difference, players. like like McGoldrick, the, yeah. the talented players. Um, whereas your your scoozers never get injured, do they? <laughs> so uh, he's been unlucky in that. He does spot a good player, Mc- McCarthy. So hopefully he will, if he's going to stay, he's going to spot another couple, and hopefully he'll get a bit of money. And that's all we can hope for. But at the end of the day. Oh no! You told me not to say things like that, didn't you? <laughs> Bollocks! Oh, oh, you've oh, outed me as a little bit now, haven't you? So yeah, like David said, I think if it if it takes one more bad season, let's get over with. Well, we're going to end with. on some deluded positivity here, right? So Evans and McCarthy are going to go right. There's one year left. Screw it. I'm going to give you four million quid transfer fund. What's ten million compared to six million? I'm going to spend. McCarthy's going to sign two players. We're going to keep. All of our good players, we're going to play a 3 5 2. We're going to play beautiful football and we're going to finish fifth next. They're just not even looking at me. They're just cringing. 
<laughs> is there any chance anything good could possibly happen like that? Could he give him some money? Could the football improve? Could we get no injuries? I've got a positive for you. Um, so I, I haven't renewed my season ticket, um, mainly because of Mick McCarthy, because I like to be entertained and stuff like that. My two children are bored as anything. Um, last time I didn't renew my season ticket was uh, 99-2000. I was getting married, so I thought I'd do the right thing. Won't go to football, let's pay for the wedding car or stuff. I don't know what it was. We ended up at Wembley. So you never know. John Lyle's first season, you know, when he when he turned yeah. that around. But what we do know is that Mick is a tactical dinosaur and at some <laughs> point he is just going to continue to mess it up. We've let Statman have the last word. Um, it's been a lovely season. Graham, I'm sure on behalf of all your listeners, thank you for all your... Thank you, Ben, for Wednesday having us as well. And podcasts. Thank you for... When are you, you going to be back after the first game? Yeah, well, we're on holiday, so we usually miss one game or so. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys when are you back? Um, um, we'll start, we start rehearsing middle of June. <laughs> <laughs> um, can, can I just say, um, for me, I've been greatly entertained by Blue yeah, Monday same. podcast yeah. Yeah, and the Naked Footy Show as well. And I yeah, think, you know, awesome. a lot of Ipswich fans would, would echo my sentiments and that you're doing a really good That's job, lads. Very good. Yeah, of all three of you. Well, well done. And um, let's all hurt ourselves, patting ourselves on the back. Thank you, Statman. Virtual high five. Yeah. yeah. Um, Statman, thank you for all your stats. Where it's can right. we follow you? Ipswichtownstats.com, um, where I tend to write things and people seem to like it or read it. I don't know where they like it. And um, at ChompX3, which is uh, my Twitter account. And, you know, feel free to say well done or abuse me. I laugh at everything anyhow, so it doesn't bother me. So enjoy the close season and let's hope that 1718 is one where I sit at home thinking. I wish I'd renewed my season ticket. And ladies and gentlemen, the only person in the world who gets a harder time than Jonathan Douglas and Mick McCarvey, he is the butt of all of my jokes, but he is 50% of our podcast. Should we do a little round of applause for David Diamond? Thank you, guys. Thank you. There he is. David, where can we find you on Twitter? At David Diamond 3, and I'm just glad that so far I'm aware that I'm not on the shit list, but I probably am secretly. It'll be back next season. Say bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.